passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the NWA, the Nubian Wrestling Advocates. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Yo. It's Righteous Reg. It's a case for the safe, keep a space for the Nubians. Unfiltered, off-kilter, the professor, the godfather. Post-wrestling, the NWA, not oh, keep guessing, huh? The views and expressions, you know the rest, it's pop excellence, get the message. Advocates for Nubian wrestling, you're listening to the best again. Black wrestling in the ring, we invested in. Nubian kings and queens, we invested in. It's for the culture and we repping it. It's for the culture and we repping it. And welcome to the NWA podcast, the Nubian Wrestling Advocates, the program all about getting color in the professional wrestling business. We are back and better than ever, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we we have so much to talk about on this August edition of the podcast. So let's not waste any time. Let's not dilly-dally, man. Let's not delay the proceedings this month. Let's get into it by first letting you know who we are. We are, of course, the advocates. I am the Godfather Nate Milton, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. Ten years in the game, ain't a damn thing changed. And I am joined by my co-host, who uh, who has been experiencing a lot of uh, weather issues lately in, in the City <laughs> of Angels. Uh, he is the mayor pro tem of Los Angeles, California. He is the angry intellectual. He is one half of the Kings of Sport podcast. And, of course, maybe more importantly than all of that, he is my brother and he is my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for the professor himself, Chris Ely. Can we rock? What's up, Doc? Man, chilly. Yeah, this weather is nuts. Tomorrow is supposed to be my first uh, teaching day at Cal State Fullerton. Um, and... Um, I just don't know if that's happening tomorrow because this weather is so nuts at the moment. Oh, come on, Chris. Have we learned nothing in the past few weeks? Like, has have, have the Alabama Avengers taught us nothing if not black people can do remarkable things in the water, brother? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, man. We didn't even get a chance to talk about that yet. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, I need, uh, I need uh, you to embrace your inner Aquaman. Right, yeah. National uh, – I, I only swim on international F around and find out day. 
uh, <laughs> now. That's the only day I'm That's doing, the only day. I'm doing uh, any swimming. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, so yeah, it's a lot that's gone down in wrestling, a lot that's gone down mm. in um mainstream media, man. It's 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 a smorgasbord of stuff, man. Yeah, so much. It's, it's a lot going on, Chris, and uh, normally this would be the part of the episode where I would introduce the third member of the Advocates, of course, yeah. the youngest in charge, Andrew Thompson, but the brother is on assignment this week, uh, so we, we want to send love to the nephew out there, and he will be back next month, uh, but this month, Chris, uh, you know, we decided to bring in uh, somebody to, if not fill the nephew's shoes, at, at least sit in the nephew's chair. And uh, he is somebody who should be no no stranger to the postmarks out there. He joined us for the July edition of the NWA podcast. And he is also uh, a, a member of Team Kings of Sport International. Some people call him the rookie, Chris. Mm-hmm. Some people call him Sugar Ray. But I call his brother 10 Day Ray. 10 Day Raymondo Williams back with us on the NWA podcast. Brother Ray was good. Everything's all right. Like you said, huge shoes to fill, huge chair to fill, but I'm, I'm feeling all right. Matter of fact, on this day, I mm. see clearly everything has come to life as evidence. Ooh. If you're listening on the podcast, by my <laughs> T-shirt. Okay. Okay. And this DVD set. Okay. Yeah. That's what you call bars, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Right. Uh, but yeah, let's so- all... I feel like, Chris, I need to get a couple of housekeeping items out of the right. way before we get into the topics this week. Obviously, if you've seen the episode title, The uh, Miseducation of Adam Copeland, we're going to start off things this month by talking about Edge and his WWE legacy and what the future may hold for the brother. We're also going to get into the latest on Cash Wheeler. Uh, of course, you know, we got to talk about the Muffin Man. We can't. We can't go a month without <laughs> talking about that muffin man, Phil Brooks. And then we're going to end off things this month by talking about All In and giving our thoughts and predictions for AEW's All In. And, of course, if you want to join the conversation, there's one way. Well, there's many ways to join the conversation, but there's one way, Chris, to get to the front of the line, and that's by smashing that Super Chat button uh, right. that gets you to the front of the line tonight live. Uh, and You can interact with Chris, Ray, and myself. Uh, second point of housekeeping. You know, Ray out here showing off his wardrobe for the evening. I got my wardrobe for the evening. And I, I know some of y'all is like, why? Why is the Godfather out here wearing this this WWE paraphernalia? Wearing, wearing this uh, Triple H propaganda? And, and the answer is very simple. Uh, some of y'all know my birthday was last week's. That's another mm-hmm. thing. That's another thing I'll get to here in a second. Yeah, like, yeah. time is so crazy lately, Chris. I can't even yeah. keep the day straight. But my birthday was on the 11th. And yeah. so shout out to everybody that sent me love, man. I appreciate it. Even if I didn't have a chance to respond to everybody individually. Uh, but my sister sent me uh, this shirt as well as, uh, you know, since Ray out here showing product placement and stuff that we ain't getting paid for. Uh, my sister sent me uh Nick Fury, Secret Invasion, Funko, as well as uh, this oh, okay. uh, WWE cool. shirt. So I told her that I would, uh, I would rock the WWE shirt on, on, on the next show that I did. So shout out to my sister, Vanjie. Love you. Appreciate right. you. And, and, and the rest of the fam out there in Carolina. Uh, yeah. We don't have any affiliations with right. anybody. So if, exactly. if we were to wear a WWE shirt, 
we can do that. If we want you know, to I, I didn't want I didn't want people to think I was out here like your yeah. boy O'Shea Jackson Jr. Chris. Just <laughs> yeah. like like yeah, we 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 might need to get that brother on the show because I didn't know he was that this big of a wrestling fan. Like the last couple weeks, yeah. uh, little Cube Jr. on these streets. Going back and forth in, in, in wrestling Twitter, it's, it's been interesting to see. Oh, yeah. But, but oh, yeah. yeah, I've had some exchanges with him. The exchanges with Junior <laughs> have been better than the exchanges I've had with uh, Senior. With senior. Yeah, yeah, we might have we might have yeah. to see about talking to that brother man because I think that'd be a right. fascinating conversation. But yes, as Chris mm-hmm. said, we're not affiliated, we're not owned by any promotion out there. We talk about mm-hmm. all of them, but I did want to show my, my my little sister some love for for uh, the mm-hmm. birthday gift. Uh, and then the final bit of housekeeping, Ray, you mentioned that man, Edge. Uh, so that is what we're going to kick off this month talking about. But, uh, you know, one one of his monikers, Ray, one of his nicknames was the Rated R Superstar. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and this episode, it might not be a, a R-rated episode, but we might get a little more a little more PG-13 than, than usual. Because yeah. here's the thing, Ray, I'm pulling back the curtain. And I, I think Chris knows this, man. I'm tired, y'all. So the, today, Sunday the twentieth, was day seven of seven at the at the shoot job for me, and day fifteen out of uh, seventeen. Ooh, and and these are ten hour, eleven hour days. And so I'm the way I can describe it, Ray. I feel like if you created a fighter on the video game, my resiliency is at a hundred, my durability is at zero. I take one punch and I'm down, but I'm gonna get back up. But I'm, it ain't going to take too much to knock me right. down. So uh, this episode is not – maybe it won't be as organized as most of our normal episodes, Chris. We might be a little more loosey-goosey. But uh, when, when, when the right. nephew's away, uh, the, the uncles and cousin Ray will play, brother. So uh, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. let's start this month gotta, by talking about yeah. uh, a brother that's working maybe as hard as me, Chris, maybe even harder. This man been working hard for a minute, yeah. minute. We are talking about – the good brother Adam Copeland, aka Edge, on these streets. Uh, looks like looks like it's a wrap on, on the WWE career. We had the big emotional send off on SmackDown this past Friday night, Chris. So first of all, let's start with you, Professor. What are your thoughts on mm-hmm. the way, like, because Edge and they and they had a great video package that they showed on Friday night, kind of encapsulating the different eras within Edge's career. Uh, what what are your yeah. lasting thoughts about Edge, the way that he went out, and and what he he has meant uh, to the WWE, brother? Um. Well, I I'm I'm hesitant to uh, to uh, say to anytime someone retires who's mm-hmm. already retired, it's really hard for me to like to say, oh, this is really really it. And I pay attention to the words that people say. Um, and I didn't watch that episode live, but I did watch it back on YouTube. And it didn't sound that emphatic to me that he was ending it. <laughs> but, but so I had to preface what I was going to say with that. But I right. will say this. Um, I do love Edge as um, a wrestler um, and a person. Um, I, I, I haven't been feeling this second run as much as I felt um, his first run, I think. And it's it's not even like so much a knock on him. It just, mm-hmm. there were a lot of times I was watching WWE and it really just didn't feel like he loved being there. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not say, I'm not gonna go and I'm not gonna bash the dude and say he he was phoning it in or anything. It's just <laughs> yeah, you can't say that, Chris. This man gave us yeah. the greatest wrestling match ever with Randy Orton, dog. Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I'm I'm a I'm a fan of Edge. Um, like in people like usually fall or do you? I'm more of a of a Christian guy than Edge, but okay, that's okay. not to that's not a bash on Edge. It's just right. I I, I feel I thought Edge, I thought Christian just um, he's always came across as a little bit more. Christian doesn't have to like try as hard to be slimy as yeah. Edge does. <laughs> it's like, like the stuff that Edge did sometimes was just a little bit over the top. Like when he had that makeout sesh with uh Vicky Guerrero and stuff <laughs> like that. It was it was interesting. It's but it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It, it seemed like we're trying to get this guy booed. You know, with Christian it was always just like all this dude had to do was just like just look at somebody and it and he got just breathe <laughs> yeah really man and uh but I I do love Edge and I, I hope um that you know if he's going out this and this is the way he wants to go out uh, I'm very very happy for him um I think that um he has given so much to uh wrestling in the WWE um and um I, I celebrate that guy. You know, I think um, we always get caught up on the intricacies and like the, you know, I, I, I got no time for that with Edge. I think that that dude, um, just the, the decades and the years that he had, to, the, he, he took, spent time away, you know, um, and he didn't really, the first time he went out and retired, the last match he, he had was against, was it Del Rio? Um mm-hmm. It was um, it, it, it was it was story it was a storybook ending, but that's not the way he wanted to go out. You know, I think he much rather go out on his back, losing to Sheamus, mm-hmm. and um, you know, d- doing something like that. You know, I think if he does have any other match, <clears throat> I think it will be to kind of um, pass the torch, so to speak. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Ray, what are your thoughts on this brother Edge, this this man Adam Copeland, and his career, his legacy, the way things have kind of ended for now, at least uh, with the WWE? What, what are your thoughts on uh, on this this rated all superstar, Ray? Well, full transparency, I'm I'm a huge huge Edge fan. Mm. Um, he's actually my favorite WWE wrestler. Stone Cold okay. comes like slightly second. Oh, wow. Like and so, um, so you an edgehead for real on these streets, right? Indeed, mm-hmm. yes, sir, yes, sir. And he's also like one of my top three wrestlers, uh, behind uh Samoa Joe and Brian Danielson. So mm. he, I just really hold him to high regard, not just because of his character work, where you know he can have you cheering for him in one segment, he can have you mm-hmm. um laughing in another segment, he can mm-hmm. have you booing hysterically in another segment. It's just so many different levels and layers to his character that he could just mix in. Um, And not only that, but Chris alluded to it. Not only is he a phenomenal wrestler, a phenomenal character, but he's even a better human being from everything that we hear from other Mm -hmm. wrestlers, how they talk about him. It's like 
the worst thing that he pretty much did was consensually hook up with dirty Mac wrestlers. And- yeah. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> Girl, it's like yeah. that's the worst thing you can think of though, that he's yeah, done. Yeah. And that was like 20 years ago. Like right. you don't yeah. see him on here. He he ain't <clears throat> out here in uh secret sex tapes dropping the N-word. He ain't mm. out here mm. uh yelling yeah. at people on press conferences while enjoying breakfast pastries. This man is doing <laughs> which we will get to <laughs> Like this brother is a true and consummate professional, and he's just a splendid human being from what we hear, mm. and that's a that means a lot when it comes to all all these people <laughs> always say, "Hey, you you never want to meet your he- heroes." Well, I, I would love to meet Edge because he seems like a just a terrific person all around. What did Paul Heyman say? Hide your wives. It's Edge. Yes, yes. <laughs> I completely forgot about that until Yo. you brought it. Yo. <laughs> You, first of all, Ray, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad that you, you had a chance. Like, I didn't know you were an Edge fan before I asked you to come on the show this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but that's cool. You know, anytime y'all hear a brother using words like splendid <laughs> in, nat- in natural <laughs> conversation, you know yeah. that's coming from the heart, ladies and gentlemen. So that's oh, good yeah. to know that you had that affinity for, for this brother, Edge. And now I'm in the uh, awkward position, ladies and gentlemen, Uh-oh. of being the, like, I'm always the glass half full guy on any show mm-hmm. I'm on, Chris. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. feel like in this specific instance, I'm gonna be the Debbie Downer of the crew. <sighs> because, and let me let me preface this: like I respect everything this brother's done in the ring. I respect you know uh, the the character work. I respect the fact that this man went through an injury that would have kept a lot of people out of the game. Came back and had a good second run, right? Like I think this second run, while you know you can make the argument it wasn't as great as the first run, mm-hmm. it it has lasted longer than I thought it would, right? Like he was a yeah. regular part of television and, and not so much the special attraction that I thought he would be. Yeah. So he came you, back in main event at a WrestleMania. You know? Yep. So you got to like, get that brother yeah. credit for that. <clears throat> My thing with edge though, Ray and Chris is I've always felt, and it's funny how life kind of works. I felt at the beginning of his career, edge was underrated. Mm-hmm. Then I think edge went through a big stretch and it kind of coincided with that time period where he was dirty macking. Uh, but I, I think he was overrated and put in a position above where he was at at the time. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think Edge is a Hall of Famer, so don't get it twisted, you know, when you hear me say this. I just think that the acceleration of Edge was not a natural acceleration. The acceleration happened because of this personal thing between him and Matt Hardy and Lita. And so, well, here's the thing, Chris. We see every day in our jobs, in our lives, People mm-hmm. put in positions that they maybe have not earned or deserved yet. The question yeah. is, do they go out there and show that they deserve to be in that spot? And I think with Edge, did he deserve to be in that spot at the time when they put him in that spot? Probably not, given what else was going on on the card. But he showed that, yeah, they made a, they may have given me the ball early. You know what I mean, Ray? They yeah. may have given me a couple snaps before it was my time, but I earned it. And he went out what? and showed it. I will say this. I am gonna I'm I'm gonna defend Edge a little bit okay, because in okay. both in two thousand five when he cashed in his money in the bank against John Cena, mm. they gave him like a two week run with the world title. In that two week run where he had the world title, he Raw, Raw was getting record ratings when he was a champ. Okay. And 
for whatever reason, by the time WrestleMania 21 came around, they decided, oh, we're not going to go with you, Edge. We're going to go with uh, Triple H or whatever. So, Edge. I, I uh, wonder how that happened, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I I, I, th- I think that that he would, I, I think, I understand what you're saying. I really do. But I do think Edge was a victim of a brief st- start stop push you know i think if he would have held that belt a little bit longer and he would have fought fought john cena Mm -hmm. um at at that wrestlemania instead of um was this oh five or oh six i think it was oh six if he would have fought john cena instead of um triple h i think it was just because triple h that's who they had scheduled and i don't think they expected edge to get over right. the way he did that live sex celebration yeah, um, yeah. thing, the other uh, week, mm-hmm. the thing, those those things drew ratings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those those drew some big. Like I remember at the time reading in the Observer, Meltzer said they were getting like close to 1998 ratings uh, with Edge in that like position, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so. Um, but yeah, I do think after, like when they, I, I do think there was a time where they, where they took the belt off of them fast. They kind of, they didn't capture the same magic with no. him that they would have had if they would have just went with him, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that that's my opinion on that situation. And, and to that point though, Chris, like, again, like, I feel like, <clears throat> yes, you know, maybe the, the, the rocket was strapped to his back a bit early. But we've seen other guys where they've done that too, and they they folded under the pressure. Uh-huh. And Edge didn't do that. You know what I mean? To you know, yeah. talk about that time period where yeah. he was, you know, where he became the rated R superstar, and he was this this ultimate dick heel. And you know, had Lita yeah. out here dressing like a skeezer, uh, yeah. a skip scap scallywop, if you will. Right. And, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of Dave Chappelle. Uh, Chappelle show the last couple of nights because mm-hmm. that's that's the only way I can unwind after these work days, right? Yeah, uh, and and yeah, just uh, I, it was the players' ball episode the other right. night, so yeah, <laughs> that, that's fresh on the mind. The player haters ball, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but I think that for Edge, like you know, to your point, Ray, when you have that combination of both the in ring, uh, you know, let's not forget this dude was part of that SmackDown Six era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this dude yeah. was out here with the Dudleys and the Hardys and him and Christian. Mm-hmm. They they changed the game in terms of like North American uh, tag team wrestling and what tag teams were doing at the time. Uh, you know, this man Edge was able to combine like the technical stuff with the hardcore stuff. Uh, the character work was always on point. The promos were on point. And so to me, Edge like started off underrated, got to a point for me personally where he was overrated. But now mm-hmm. by the time we're here, I think he is properly rated and, you know, I, I can't, you know, just off the top of my head, say, you know, he's top five all time WWE or top 10 or whatever, but I think you can make a case. Like he's at least at minimum, you're talking like top 15, top 20 all time WWE for what he has done over the length and breadth of his career. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. uh, Ray. I was going to say real quick. You ain't going to say nothing, Ray. You <laughs> ain't going to say Ray? nothing, Ray, because I kicked you out the chat inadvertently, Ray. That's what happens when you disagree with the Godfather, brother. Uh, let's right. see. <laughs> see if we can effort to get Ray back, yeah, like, uh, back like, on the podcast, y'all. 
Right, right. See if Ray has learned his lesson. Don't cross the boss, brother. <laughs> oh, now, what were you going to say, player? He was overrated. I agree. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Acknowledge me, Ray. (laughs) um, What I was going to quickly say is I do agree with your point is where, uh, Brother Nate, you were talking about people who are pushed too early and just fold under the pressure. Mm -hmm. And let's let's also look at the other end, especially recently, when you're looking at guys like Rusev when it was back in the WWE and that Rusev day was catching on but for mm. some reason they weren't mm-hmm. trying to pull the trigger same thing right. with LA Knight like everybody's shouting his name he, yeah he, everybody's going after him but then just yeah. not pulling the trigger but it was mm-hmm. good to see like Edge who even though he might have been too early let's not forget up to that point like he was doing great stuff in the tag team he was doing yeah. great stuff on the Intercontinental uh Championship mm-hmm. circuit um, I believe that might have been either prior to or <coughs> before, yeah, prior to or right after his feud with Mick Foley at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just like you could see that he's building up that character, and you could right. see that he did have the chops. So when he was given the ball, even though, as you say, Nate, as you as you say, a little bit too early, he was still ready for it. And even though, like you said, Chris. Yeah. He was only given that championship for four weeks. He was doing his best to yeah. come across as a main event player. <clears throat> yeah, and I will say this about Edge, too. Um, he's one of the, like, last wrestlers that the fans kind of got to grow up with, right? You, wa- okay. you watched mm-hmm. him doing this thing as I don't even know what the fuck his character was, where he did the little flip. Where, where he was like on New York subways and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> he did that. He did that forward flip and concussed uh, Jesus Castillo from the uh, Los Bariquas mm. and um, all that stuff. He he went from that to tag teaming with. Sable I remember. I remember yeah, I was gonna say yes. I'm glad you brought that up because my <laughs> yeah. earliest memory of Edge was in a mixed tag, Chris, where yeah. it was Edge and Sable versus Jacqueline and Marcus Vandenberg's favorite black wrestler, Mark Marrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, like, he, he, you got to see him do the tag team stuff, be an IC champ, and do this stuff for a while mm-hmm. up until he got a chance to run with the world title. It wasn't like an overnight thing with him. Now it seems like for most guys, like Kofi Kingston is one of those people. This is what happened with Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. where you you watch them at the bottom rung go up to the top rung, and right. I and, 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 and WWE just doesn't like doing that with people anymore. If you're not mm-hmm. if you're not over immediately, like like what, what's the dude's name? I forget. Uh, Theory, Austin Theory, mm-hmm. that your favorite movie. wrestler. Yeah, yeah, all of our favorite wrestler, right? Uh, so, so here the thing the thing with that dude is that I think he would have benefited from if he started off as a corny face, because that's the formula in WWE that seems to work. You start right. off as a corny face, then you turn into a heel, and then if you're good enough as a heel, people will start cheering you. That's what they had they did with The Rock, Randy Orton. This is just a time-tested formula in that company. You start off corny, and then you kind of, w- once people get tired of you being corny, then you kind of 
um jungle boy is another one in aew mm, you know mm-hmm. you you start off corny bagwell all these people and then you get to um <laughs> and then you get to like show you got some edge to you as a heel and then it gets fans <laughs> to like you um and edge kind of went on that same kind of trajectory also because again i didn't know what his character was up until he got a chance to turn hill and do that stuff with christian Mm -hmm, all that stuff was all that stuff was hilarious man it was like the the funniest stuff for the benefit of those with flash photography yeah Mm -hmm. yeah It, it, it was easily the funniest stuff that you look forward to seeing um they did do some culturally stupid bullshit with them with like you can't have a black man and a blonde haired blue eyed white man feud oh, yeah. over a shampoo commercial, a shampoo and commercial and in japan and, 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 and then, and then, and then <laughs> use the angle to make fun of the black man's hair mm. that, that 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 shit is just never cool this wasn't edge's fault i'm not no. blaming edge mm. for it but you just don't do that shit uh you just don't uh but you know they they did what they could to make it work um it's like like i said edge is uh, his his build was was natural so even if you Mm -hmm. thought he was overrated i think He's easier to accept because you saw the grind with that right. guy, and it right. was a it was a grind. He wasn't given anything overnight, mm-hmm. and that's what's missing with a lot of wrestlers. Like right now, WWE not anymore, but they were telling us Austin Theory is the guy, and when you <laughs> do that to people, people are going to spit him right back out, especially yeah, mm-hmm. if they don't see him as the guy. We don't know? believe you. You yeah. need more people. <laughs> exactly. So, and and that's that's one thing I do love about Edge's run. Um, and even if I didn't love the second run so much, mm-hmm. I I I I my whole thing with that dude. I never said he sucked one time in that run. My whole thing with him is this guy just looks tired <laughs> and is and mm. going through the motions. And that was the first mm. time I ever said that. Throughout yeah. his career, so I'm glad he got that match with Sheamus. And and I think Ray, you know, <clears throat> to kind of wrap up Edge, the the Edge topic, and maybe even spin it forward here. I will say one thing before I pose this question to you as our official Edge head uh, in the crew this month. Uh, but I think you know Edge is not a top five WWE wrestler for me, but he might have a top five entrance theme catalog because you start off, yeah. you think you know me. Mm-hmm. We hit him with that brood. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then we coming through, Ray. Never gonna stop Never that gonna stop Rob me. Zombie joint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never gonna stop me. Yeah. That joint was hot for a little minute. It was. Uh, and then you had like the the you think you know me, but it's like a little bit little remix kind of version. So yeah. Edge has always had really quality theme music and the mm-hmm. presentation. Like even when the material, you know, Chris alluded to that Booker T feud over a Japanese shampoo commercial. Like, even when the material wasn't the best for him, the character to me always worked. And as you said, Ray, you know, by all accounts, just as good a dude outside of the ring, except for that one time when he was dirty macking, uh, as he is, <laughs> as he was inside of the ring. So um, do you think this is it for your boy, though, Ray? Do you think this is it for him in general? 
This is it for him in the WWE. Might we see a reunion in AEW between Edge and that man, Christian Christian, at last. He's on his own. Uh, uh, What are your thoughts on Edge's future, Ray, uh, as we, you know, kind of witness what happened on SmackDown this past week? Right. I have a question for you before you answer that. How much, if you're Tony Khan, how much Mm. do you pay Edge to Mm. come and show up in England? Ooh. Ooh. Like a week after? That's like some Lex Luger type stuff. Put him in the puffy pirate shirt. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's Adam Copeland. He doesn't work here, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Man. I think, I don't know. I don't think for Edge, I think with him, his, I believe he believes his home is WWE. So I think even if he doesn't wrestle anymore, you have to, you have to empty out, you'll have to back up the Brinks truck in order to get him to turn uh, or to go over to AEW. Um, And by the way, quick side note, uh, talking about interest things, Christian had some bangers as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think you'll really it would take a lot, especially with the partnership that Beth has with WWE as well as where she she does commentary every yep. every once in a while. And just the relationship that they have with the WWE. Um, I think that'll be a lot. That'll be a lot to break with just like you'll have to. Like I said, he'll have to back up the Brinks truck. Yeah. in order to um get them to come over especially on a week's notice but i don't know if you guys saw there was some fan video um taken uh yeah not of them not of I, the variety of the muffin man which we'll get into right but um <laughs> there was some fan video taken of after smackdown and he mentioned specifically and like i think you said it uh earlier chris he very careful with his words he didn't say that this was his last match. He said this was his last time performing in Toronto because he doesn't think he can make it another, make it around for another cycle. So mm-hmm. he didn't specifically say it's his last match. So like, or like Chris was saying, um, I think, I think he feels as though he owes it to the the folks in the back, the the guys in the locker room, to at least lift somebody up so that they can get a shot, like a similar shot that he had back when he was younger and back when he was grinding. So mm-hmm. I I think he might make one, maybe one more title run against Roman. No, that's not happening. But I think even though he's on SmackDown, we, we see that brands don't matter. But um, – we know that uh, I think he may make one more run possibly at the World Heavyweight Championship against Seth. And then I think once that wraps up, I, I think he'll he'll call it a career. And what do you think about that comment right there on the screen, Ray, talking about uh, maybe some of the hints being dropped about Edge and AEW? Because I agree with what you said, Ray. Like, I think he's a WWE lifer. And this is a different situation to me than the Daniel Bryan Danielson situation because yeah. that brother still wanted to go and they yeah. wouldn't let him go. And so he had to go to a place that would let him get back in that ring as opposed to Edge, who I think like, if Edge wanted to wrestle tomorrow, they'd be like, cool, come on, Adam. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it's a different situation, but what do you think about that uh, That comment right there, Ray? Yeah, um, 
even though Christian's over there, I just think, especially with the character that Christian is portraying right now, um, I don't know. I don't know how you can at least make that connection with him going over there. I can see, I can possibly see him going over there in a behind the scenes producing slash agent role. But Mm -hmm. with him being in front of the camera, I'm not as certain. At at, at least not a way, at least not at Wembley. But um, maybe within six months to a year, if that. But yeah, I just, like I said, I just think that he feels his home is WWE, especially with how much they've been supporting him, especially with him coming back initially for that uh Royal Rumble in 2020. Yeah. That was uh, the just, highlight of uh you know the Christmas right. point. The the second run has been a bit uneven, but I think that is easily the, yeah. the highlight of the second run easily. that return. And and, and I and I will say this about Edge. And I'll say this about all wrestlers. When you hit free agency, if you've done everything you could do in one company, it is okay to look at the other company you your loyalties lie with your pocketbooks they don't <laughs> lie with vince mcmahon talk like, to him chris if, if tk is offering you enough money and he's offer he's willing to give you more than vince and co are willing to do that is okay if you go there mm-hmm. if you if and I, and I was like that with i wouldn't have mind seeing a uh a, a, um Hangman Adam Page WWE rant run if that's where he wanted to go, you know. Mm-hmm. Because once you've done everything you could do in a company, you do kind of like what what Cody Rhodes famously said a few years ago. Um, it was time to leave the territory, you know. And yep. I, I don't, I don't and see used to do that all the time, Chris. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So I don't see anything like like the relationship is WWE did do a lot for him. He's done a lot for WWE also. Yep, that's yep. true. That, that's how the relationship works. It's a symbiotic thing. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. If if Tony Khan wants to offer this guy a, a buttload of money um, and, and Edge likes the offer, please don't judge him if he takes it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I think that... I'll tell you this. If TK manages to squeeze it squeeze in someone like edge to show up in Wembley I will pay for the pay-per-view the week after also <laughs> I, I, right now I'm only paying for the for the Wembley show mm. if, 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 he, if, he, if he's able to pull something like that I'll go ahead and, mm. and cough up some money for mm. uh, the net for the week after show as mm. well because that would to me that would be just kind of like Okay, that 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 that's like that's a that is just like put, drawing a, a a definite line in the sand that I think that needs to happen. I I do think AEW needs to do a better job of taking advantage of these lines that they draw in the sand. But um, I think just even if you don't plan on doing anything with edge just the fact that you had him mm-hmm. uh show up in wembley the like week jesus, after he retired yeah, yeah jesus right and I, and I i i don't want people online saying he's that be turning on he's not turning on anybody jesus christ mm-hmm. you, 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 you get offered a check 
Don't you love WWE, Edge? Yeah, yeah. Look, look, <laughs> Tina Turner said, what's love got to do with it? Who needs a heart, Chris, when a heart can't pay mortgages? Right, exactly. That's, that's, that's what we all talking I'm about. So speaking of love, sending all the love to that brother Adam Copeland, with whatever he decides oh, to do with his future, man. Uh, he's a Hall of Famer in all three of our accounts, even though, you know, I was the, I was the hater. On the, I was Jermaine <laughs> on this one, Chris. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We all got respect for that brother. So uh, let, let, let's uh, celebrate his career. Um, now let's go from something to celebrate to something that's a little bit less uh, less joyous. Let's talk about this brother, Cash Wheeler. Oh, Jesus Christ. Out here on these streets. Uh-huh. Before, before we turn on these microphones, people, Chris and I were talking about that, that, that famous, that infamous on Anderson promo where he talked about what he would do if somebody got in his way in traffic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ray, I got cash. May have taken that promo a little, little too close to home because uh, he was arrested. What was it? Friday night Jesus. for uh, <laughs> brandishing a, a, a firearm uh, during a traffic altercation. And uh, obviously, you know, the, the wrestling side of things, like what does this mean for, uh, you know, all in and FTR on the bucks and that, all that. But to me and, and to Chris, I think, Ray, the bigger question and the, the more important question is, you know, as a human being, what does this mean for this dude, Cash Wheeler? Um, so um, I don't know if you had a chance to see much about the story, but what, what are your thoughts? And, and uh, you know, how, how do you think this is going to turn out for the brother? Well, I was hearing bits and pieces because this is a relatively, it's like a relatively fast moving story. Like it, it just came out, what, Thursday, Friday? Friday night, I think. Yeah. The 18th. yeah. So, um, and from what I heard, I believe he, he got, he had gotten either he'd seen a judge or he'd gotten arraigned or whatnot. And I don't know if they're pressing charges or whatnot, but apparently they're not taking his passport. So, Presumably, if he doesn't get disciplined by by AEW, which, well, we, we pretty much know that it's going to yeah. be a slap on the wrist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's going to go ahead over to Wembley to defend that uh, tag team title against the Young Bucks along with uh, Dax Harwood. Um, man, it's just, it's a strange situation. And, um, mm-hmm. man, yeah, I, I didn't realize... I, I knew he had the AEW tag strap. I didn't know he had another strap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we, yeah. And, and then we see the comments. We're going to put some of those up uh, for those watching live. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing it. Sunday night, yeah. Yeah, and so, Chris, I feel like this is the time, this is the kind of conversation, Chris, where yeah. you and I, like, we want to do our best to, to you know, cover this with the weight. Yeah that something like this, like, cause this is a serious uh, issue, man. Uh, like, you know, you just popping off in the middle of the street uh, with, with this road rage or whatever, but there is some, there is some humor in the situation, Chris, but also like, I, I think you of all people, you are the kind of person given your career, given your life experience yeah. that can, that can both see the funny side of this, but also see like, this is something that you know, <laughs> sh- shouldn't just be a slap on the wrist. Right. Yeah. So this is the thing, man. Um, I um, grew up around guns um, because I started off in L.A., moved to Tennessee. Um, The gun culture out there is is nuts. I understand why people want to have guns. Um, I think I don't travel with a strap. I don't even we don't even have a gun um, anymore um, because it's L.A. and it's harder to get it registered and stuff. But um, road rage incidences are real things. 
you know, people are behind the wheel of a car. Um, they are not acting as themselves. Something psychologically mm. happens to them mm. um, to where if you have a gun on you, um, it, it just does something nuts to you. Um, and it's and it, like uh, Nate was saying, that's not like a, a smack on the wrist. Like I remember. Uh, oh, real quick, Chris, we do have a bit of clarification. Uh, so he was arraigned on Friday. But okay. the incident actually happened on July 27th. Yeah, July 27th. That is uh, so correct. It's Cash's first time offense, and he'll get probation. Uh, he bailed out for uh, 2500 So appreciate you for the uh, clarification. Uh, go ahead, Chris. Yeah. I think that was the bond amount, too, if I'm not Okay, mistaken. gotcha. Mm. Um, yeah, so so the bail was like 25000 um, Gotcha. <clears throat> but anyway, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, you can't do stuff like that. And I don't, the, the, his issues are not with the state of Florida mm-hmm. where it happened. Because Florida's going to get, I mean, it's fucking Florida. Ron, Ron DeSantis. DeSantis. We're like, come on now. Place. They're going to let him have his passport. What he's going to have to worry about is entering into England and entering in other countries. Because I know mm-hmm. for a fact that you just don't enter in countries. I don't care what the United States of America says, unless TK knows some people that knows some people who, and he probably does. Yeah. yeah. Um, or at least his money knows people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, there's a, there is a, a chance that he won't get let into um, England. That, that chance mm-hmm. always exists, man. So it's, it's, um, it's one of those. It, it, remember what the MMA, the the what's the guy's name? I'm blanking on his name. He who did the the guy was, he some guy was molesting his niece, so he thought it was a good idea to oh, open fire. Go ahead, Kane Velasquez. Velasquez, Kane mm-hmm. Velasquez. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and I know the judge who um, wouldn't let that fool out of jail. And people were saying, "Hey, like you don't have a you don't have a right to open fire, you know, on people. Right. You don't have a you, you don't have a, a right to to be brandishing your gut your gun." Uh, the judge who held Velasquez in jail, she was one hundred percent right for doing it because you can't be if you you you, you can't that is reckless behavior with a firearm. Mm-hmm. You know, you could get other people hurt, right? Doing even that. even if that that individual deserved to get his ass beat, you don't yeah. know who was in that spot, right? right. Could have exactly. been other people, kids. Yes, exactly. And and and, and, and this, in these city streets, that that kind of thing happens all the time, especially if you live in a neighborhood where something like that has happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, with 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 Cash Wheeler situation. Someone cuts you off in traffic or does something like that. You, you can't just open. You don't know what someone else is going through. Mm-hmm. You know when you're do, when you're doing something like that, man. They could get a heart attack because you scare them to death. You know, mm-hmm. show flashing a, a firearm at them. Um, and I think if if England were to say you can't enter our country, I think we as wrestling fans will have to understand why they are doing that you know yeah. because you just that's just stuff you cannot do and i i want him at my the fandom the fan in me wants to see this guy in england 
Um, it's one of the, it's only two matches on that card that I'm interested in. And that's one of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn, but, I think we already got Chris's, uh, <laughs> predictions for all in <laughs> yeah but but i we just you just can't do that kind of shit man yeah, right it, it, i think yeah the point a good point that you're making chris is you don't know what could happen when mm-hmm. you engage in yeah. a situation like this like you know kind of pulling back the curtain on my own life like i've got a, a family member like that is in jail to this day <sighs> yeah because he got into a uh, like it wasn't anything with guns but it was a physical altercation and mm-hmm. he did not set out to kill this person But that person ended up dead because of the result of that altercation, and now he's in jail for life. And so it's like if you're Cash Wheeler, like you don't know. Like not only do you not know what you could do to that other person, you don't know if that other person got the blicky on him too. Exactly. Right. And so to me, it's again like we can have jokes about this because there is an element of humor to this Cash Wheeler situation. But I think that I would hope that. Whatever led him to that moment, because that, that this is the other thing too, Chris. Because I could see maybe me in my twenties being mm-hmm. that impulsive. Yes, yeah. Wheeler, a grown ass man at his big age, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like you, too old to be doing stuff like this, Cash Wheeler. Like I'm, I'm to the point, Chris. Just in my personal life, if I'm even if I'm late to work, man, I'm, I'm like if somebody is in a hurry, get on past me. Get on mm-hmm. past I, me. Look, look, I, I will exactly. slow down. Get into the other lane, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I, yeah. I, a, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm too old for the bullshit, Chris. But then B, yeah. like, I'm, I don't need you raising my insurance rates. I don't need flow from Progressive calling me talking about your premium that going up because you didn't got into this traffic altercation. Mm-hmm. And so for Cash Wheeler, mm-hmm. it's like you have to think about what you have to lose yeah. in this situation mm-hmm. because even though I, it sounds like Chris is just gonna be like a slap on the wrist, yeah, uh, from AEW, if that, like. You don't know what could have happened in this situation, and you have far more to lose in this situation than that other person. Right, and, and that's the thing with superstars. It's it's a, it's a wrestling trope. We've we've gotten to these debates on this show. Um, when you are a superstar in wrestling, we'll find this out when we talk about CM Punk. Mm. There are things that you are just going to be able to do that other people can't do. Um, I do consider Cash Wheeler a superstar. Um, mm. I, I do think he is one of those people that is valuable to the company that he works in, so much so that if either one of those FTR guys were to leave that company, that company will not be the same company as it was with them in it. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? This is this is the the, the 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 amount of people online that I see that are not the, the jokes and memes are one thing. That's fine. But the people that are like defending this crap, that's not this isn't stuff that you should be defending, man. Right. Right. It, it's 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 just not. It is not worth it. No traffic incident should ever be this serious you know you th- that's why we've got laws in place for this mm-hmm. you know we got that's this is what you're supposed you, you handle it a certain way um and you go through the legal process right this is we, we're going through this in the country right now right like um th- like these trumpers think they deserve that trump the election got stolen from him and that's fine if you want to think that but you can't just 
shoot up the Capitol building and you right. know, do that stuff. You there's there's processes for these things. Yeah. That's yeah. with the Cash Wheeler thing. Is there's a process that you got to go through, and once you go through that process, then you handle it. But if but I don't think I don't even think this was a, it's just the way it was described to me. It doesn't sound like something that you even needed to cause call the police over. This is this sounds sounds like something. Hey, someone's giving you the eye. You give them the eye back and move on. Right. You know? It's not something you need to be brandishing a gun for. Yeah. So that's our thoughts on Cash Wheeler, man. Like, and 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 I think again, Chris, because I, I think something you and I have talked about on this show. Um, and I, I don't want to gloss over it, uh, is mental health, man. Yeah. Cause, cause that event should not have led yeah. to you pulling out the strap. Right. 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 And so the question is like, less, what did that person do to make cash do this? But what was cash going through that? He was like, yo, this is the solution right. for me to grab right. the gat. You know what I mean? Why, why, why was your first instinct to get the gat? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and re- real quick, Nate, um, you guys mentioned like just all the what ifs that could have happened. Like you said, what if the other driver would have also been packing? Yeah. Oh, and let's bring in the Nubian part of the Nubian. Oh, like if the police would have showed up and he's standing out there with a gun and he's looking like one of us, chances are he's either going to prison like right then or there, mm-hmm. or they dropping him. Like mm, so, yeah. he is very very fortunate that the. The the least that the least that he could be punished, like he paid a fine and he still got his job. And let's yeah. not forget, FTR just re-signed with yep. Yep. like you putting all of that stuff in jeopardy, not yeah. to mention the fact that again, you're possibly putting your life in danger. Yeah. So like if yeah. I'm if I'm Dax, I'm looking at my guy like, hey, we, we need to have a talk, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. just got the bag. We don't need you to get rid of the bag because of you know something that was easily avoidable and you know kate and i talked on collision course two weeks ago about Mm -hmm. how great this team is man yeah and like how valuable they are to this company so i would hate to see all of that thrown away because of uh rash decisions right they they are artists in the ring they are very good at their craft and they don't need to be going to jail for some bullshit nope but chris yeah Speaking of the bullshit, <laughs> Ray, I have a question for you. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin, Muffin Man, Man? Oh, the Muffin Man. We we cannot go a month, Chris, on this Nubian mm. Wrestling Advocate show without talking about our boy, the Muffin Man, a.k.a. Uh, 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 Brand Brooks, a.k.a. Poppy Seed Phil on these streets. We can't go go an instant without talking about Cinnamon Roll CM Punk on these streets. Uh, I think the CM and CM Punk does stand for Cinnamon Muffins. Uh, I, I think that's an yeah. actual true fact. Check the Wikipedia. Uh, but Chris, we are once again here on a Sunday evening live talking to the Postmarks about a story involving one Philip M. Brooks and the M does stand for Muffins. So Chris, what is the latest going on with our boy the muffin man okay so i don't know the story <laughs> by heart but i just know that um the, uh, apparently he's been having people uh banned from uh from a collision 
Um, he cut that promo on uh, Hangman Adam Page. Um, and I think he did end up apologizing for it. Um, the Golden Vampire, that was last night's funny. Maybe we'll talk about that in a second. Um, I, I don't know what's going on in AEW. <laughs> I, I, this, I will say this. I, I will say this because I heard, I, I think it was way, somebody suggested that if this was WWE, this wouldn't be going on. Mm-hmm. I, uh, while, while Way is editing, I'm going to beg to differ. I think this is, a, this is we'll find out in 24 hours of what Chris is about to say makes it the podcast. Shout out to Wei Ting. Yeah, yeah. This is a wrestling thing, man. If you are the star in a company, you can have people removed. You can have people you can look at John Cena. Where in the hell is Alex Riley? At this point in time, where 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 is that brother? Where is Simon Rex? You know, mm-hmm. like um, these the, the, Hogan. I think when he got when he was in WCW, he had one of those executives uh, pushed to the side because he didn't like something they were saying to him. You know, right? Um, this is this is a wrestling thing, and it's <laughs> always going to be a wrestling thing, man. If if Roman Re- Roman Reigns. Um, there was a story he had Enzo Amori changing mm. in the hallway. Yep, yep. I was just about to bring that up. The, I mean, like this is this is nothing. It doesn't matter if it's WWE, AEW, TNA, wherever. If you are the star in that company, and if you are a J a J Brown or not considered a star, <laughs> this is. This is just what's gonna happen. Yeah. Do I think it's fair? No. Do I think it's cool? Not really. But I'm I'm not in the business of like like I I, I'm, I I keep it real when it comes to this kind of thing. The fact of the matter is, CM Punk, as long as he's a star of Collision. Mm. He's gonna be doing this kind of shit. <laughs> we told y'all from the jump. This, yeah. look, this is this is in school suspension. This is the bad kids of, yeah. of AEW. Yeah. Well, so you yeah. got if, if you're gonna be down with the bad kids, you gotta be bad yourself, Chris. Right, yeah. This is this is this is his show. You know so let, let me ask you though, Chris, because I think you're right. They like stars in any industry. Like we've even seen like in the NBA, the NFL, <laughs> yeah. Major League Baseball. Like if you are the star, you can kind of set the tone and dictate the culture of a place. Uh, but the only name that kind of stood out to me that made me scratch my head and maybe they got personal beef uh, was Christopher Daniels. Cause it's like, shouldn't that do yeah. get the respect? He should be. And I don't, I don't understand this, but, but this also kind of makes sense on a meta level as well, because Christopher Daniels is what is he a coach in AEW? Um, mm. When you think of athletes and coach situations, mm. especially in the NBA, okay, okay, if, if they want, if, if the coach players only meet by the star, who's leaving? Who's yep. leaving? The, the the Lakers before LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Who's you know what I'm saying? If it's if it's a coaching situation, there's only like I think maybe Phil Jackson for a second, and even he mm-hmm. wasn't uh Larry Jerry Buss wasn't dropping no back 
no Kobe back for Phil Jackson. Right. Um, he they got them to work together and 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 hug it out and stuff, but um that's just, I mean it, it's this is just a, a, a thing and I think CM Punk, um the this Christopher Daniels thing, I'm trying to understand that and I don't. Mm-hmm. Um but um I do understand pecking orders. That's what I understand. And CM yep. Punk is up here on the pecking order. Mm-hmm. Christopher Daniels is way down here. Like John Moxley, I don't think I don't think CM Punk would be able to get away with that kind of thing with a John Moxley. But Probably he would he, but he's going to get away with that kind of thing with someone like, like it's like the Roman like Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is probably not going to get away with doing that to Cody Rhodes, but yeah. he'll get away with doing that to Austin Theory. You know what I'm saying? He could <laughs> As say, he should. Yes, exactly. He'll he can say your daddy isn't here anymore and he can punk him out <laughs> backstage as much as he wants to and nothing's going to happen to him. Yeah. You Austin know what this theory is expendable in that situation. This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible, conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister and putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You know what this reminds me of, Ray? Yeah. A great movie. that One of these days, like, I know, you know, we got the Rocky Maivia picture show here on Post Wrestling, which may (laughs) return before the end of the year. But I feel like there are movies that aren't wrestling related or star wrestler that we should talk about here on post and then i don't want to step on Braden and davy's feet over at poison rana where they review all kind of weird movies but i feel like this cm punk situation reminds me of a scene from a underrated movie called four brothers oh yeah love that man. you ever seen four brothers four yeah. brothers stars andre yeah. 3000 tyrese yeah. marky mark and some of the yeah. random white bull who i forget his name but he was pretty good in the movie uh, a little yeah. British Matt, Matt, Matt uh, Hud- Jared yeah. Hudlin is that Jared, Jared Hudlin. Hudlin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and it, so they four adopted brothers. So spoiler alert for for four brothers. Uh, basically, this the the story is their adoptive mother gets killed, and it brings all four brothers back to Detroit so they can <clears> solve <throat> the the mystery of who killed their foster mom. Uh, and it stars uh, uh your boy Terrence Howard out here, yeah, Iron yeah. Man. As as a yeah. in a in a rare good guy role for Terrence yeah. Allen, yeah, uh, yeah. but a glorified cameo, a glorified cameo, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. this stuff with CM Punk reminds me of the scene in the movie where uh, I think it's Chiwetel Ejiofor. Okay. Vic- Victor Sweet. Victor Sweet. What oh. about favorite villains of all time? Yes, one of the hi- most petty out villains. Of, yeah, out of town shooters. You know. What yes, I mean? you got in town shooters. Yeah, <laughs> like that dude was so evil. The only way things could end for Victor Sweet yes, was them alert. doing what they did. To him. <laughs> mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was the only way it could end. Because yes. you're, you're 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 making the guy eat off the floor. Yes, and so that's the. So, yeah, so there's a scene in the movie where the henchman disappoints uh, Victor Sweet 
And so he makes him eat there at a restaurant. He makes him eat his food off of the floor. And then his wife tries to stand up for him. And he's like, oh, you want to stand up for your man? Get down on the floor and eat with him. Yeah, yeah, and so the husband and the wife yeah. are both eating their food off the floor like dogs. Yeah. Because Victor Sweets is at the top of the pecking order right now, right? right? Yeah. That's what and the he, uh, situation feels like. He, he made uh, 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 Barry Chewbacca Henley's character eat at the kiddie table. Yes. Told the Puerto Rican dude. Yep, Yo, I'm going to sleep with your I, wife. I need this. Yeah, I'm going I'm, I'm to sleep with your Just This dude was evil, evil, mm, evil, yeah. man. And I, I didn't even know he was the British guy from <laughs> um from um the, the Christmas movie um Love Actually. Yeah. Oh. Yep, he's in Love Actually. Like, he was in yeah. uh, Doctor <laughs> yeah. Strange, the first Doctor Strange. Yeah, this... this He's See in a that, good. Uh, what's the movie with Denzel that I really like? Uh, oh yeah, Inside, uh, Inside Man. Inside yeah, Man. he's in Inside Man, and he's in another one um, with Denzel where he's playing. Um, is a fictionalized version of the um, New York uh, mob scene. Okay, uh, back in the day. Um, what's it? American called? Gangster. American Gangster. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Frank yeah, Lucas. He, Frank Lucas. Yeah. Frank Lucas. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. this 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 whole setup. About the greatness of Chuyetta Four and and mm-hmm. uh, Four Brothers Ray was to su- talk about that scene with Victor Sweet and how he just <laughs> punked these dudes and mm-hmm. they took it because they knew the pecking order and it feels like you know that's the word punked. CM exactly. Punk is out here punking these dudes because mm-hmm. what you gonna do? This collision, baby. This is my show. <laughs> this this the bad club right here. And, and he he runs this this particular wing of the AEW Asylum. So what do you make about this whole situation about CM Punk and uh? Uh, how do you feel about the Muffin Man in this instance? Because I feel like both Chris and I, in a rare uh, twist, we actually kind of team Muffin Man on this one. Oh. I think <laughs> I, I think I'm going to have to. I, I know you you kind of was the Debbie Downer on Edge earlier. I think look here, Ray, go go Downer. eat at the kitty table, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to drop me off again. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> no, I, I, I do think all perspectives on this one is is welcome because yes. we we got to figure this shit out yes. because it's going to spontaneously combust if uh, if we don't if if exactly. TK doesn't you know so exactly. so go ahead, man. Well, <laughs> Real quick, I wanted to put my youngest in charge hat on and thank uh, Brian Mack for the nine ninety nine uh, super chat. Thank you. He didn't have a comment following that, but okay, thank you, okay. Brian. Appreciate you. Um, one thing, like, and yes, one we see you, Anthony. A four brothers reference in twenty twenty three is wild, but it's a yo. Y'all need to check that movie out, man. If you haven't seen it, yeah, it's movie. yeah, it's, it's 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 good for the. Maybe the wrong reasons. I, I love that movie. I've, yeah. I've seen that movie like so many times. Uh, uh, Sophia Vergara, man. Yeah, yep, she, yep. She, she, she could get it any day of the week. Yeah, um, yeah I think that was pre. Uh, that was pre Modern Family. So that was like right mm-hmm. before she kind of blew yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like mm-hmm. that's pre Modern. That I might even be pre her Tyler Perry movies and stuff too. Right? Yeah, you're right. So. <laughs> but yeah, um, I did want to touch on real quick and Ron James. Uh, or Ron Jones, rather, he he kind of alluded to it. Like Christopher Daniels isn't just a coach there; he's the VP of talent relations. Mm. So it's like, like like uh, Chris was saying about Hulk Hogan and an executive. This guy's in an executive role, and all of a sudden, because I think it was mentioned before that 
because a steel wasn't allowed to attend tapings, he in turn said, well, Christopher mm. Daniels, who was, yeah. who got involved with trying to break up the, um, who was okay. trying okay. to break up the brawl, he was like, oh, well, he can't come either. So yeah. I think it was like a tit for tat thing. Um, got you. My whole thing, and this is where, like, and I did a quick clip on this on my Instagram at Mondo Dondo One Omen. Um, I just feel like for somebody, first off, for someone who continues to say, "Oh well, I I only apologize for the fact that." Uh, the fans are softer than their favorite wrestlers. Yet you turn around and be like, "Oh, you can't come because you call me soft." You're like you're being <laughs> such a hypocrite, bro. Yeah. Not only are you being a hypocrite, but you're pretty much being anti what got you into the business. You're supposed to be anti-establishment. You're mm. supposed to be revolutionary. You're mm. supposed to be the guy who, oh, well, I'm going to stand up for what I believe in and. I don't care Talk about to him, the money. Ray. I don't care about the fame. Yeah. I'm going to speak out. I got this microphone. This microphone is power. Mm. And now, kind of harkening back to a promo that he gave uh, John Cena back when he was holding the championship, now you have become the thing you hate, CM Punk. You've become the guy who now calling yourself One Bill Phil, who only relaxes back on the your merchandise sales only right. only cares about the money that you're bringing in only mm. cares about the money that you're getting paid. So now you've become what you hate CM Punk. You're yeah. no longer a revolutionary. You're no longer a cult leader. <clears throat> you're just becoming a part of the establishment, just like everybody else. Mm. And that was the only appeal that that was the major appeal that he had. So now Everybody in the world, except for Chicago, hates you pretty much. Because I, I'm going to kick back on that a little bit. Uh, okay, okay. A Chris. little bit. Okay, a little Chris. bit. Um, I don't think CM Punk was ever that guy. If you ever listened to his promos, mm. everything was always about himself. Uh, you know, he was mad that he didn't get to main event WrestleMania. <laughs> he wasn't mad that – he was mad – that the Miz main event at WrestleMania, he was mad that he didn't get to main event at WrestleMania. He wanted ice cream bars. He wanted to bring the be the guy to bring those in. He was mad that he had to job to the rock. He was mad at all the things that had to him do with him directly. I think um, a lot of us kind of maybe heard him but we weren't really listening mm-hmm. to him this is cm punk is this is this guy has been this selfish dude um yeah. from the beginning even even well, i think he, the, i think the, the difference chris is maybe not so much in the message or the messenger but the audience receiving it because when he was yeah. saying that stuff back in the day <sighs> the targets he was targeting we were yeah. also like the fans the audience was yeah. targeting those people because they're like, yeah, you holding this dude down. Yeah, things need to get better. Yeah, more people need opportunities. But he was never saying, we need the opportunities. He was saying, I need the opportunities. And yeah. so I think the difference now, Chris, is A, 
he's older. And so that message comes across less. I'm a young revolutionary and more. I'm an old cranky man who needs to eat these brand muffins to stay regular. And, and, and then, uh, the other part of it, Chris is the people that he's going against are people that the audience like, is a fan of whether you're talking about the elite or somebody like Christopher Daniels who gets a lot of respect from the audience. And so it's like the targets are different. And so the way the message is received, Chris, I think is a little bit different. Right. And I'm also like one, and I, again, I'm not mad at anybody that's mad at um, CM Punk, but there is one guy Mm -hmm. who we haven't talked about since we started this thing, who owns the fucking company mm. that, that mm. If, if he had a problem with the way this stuff was going down, he's the one that needs to change it. Tony Khan, I'm, this is, I'm saying this directly to you. Oh, Tony here we Khan. go. Clear the lane. Clear the lane, Ray. I, I, I know clip that this, you, I, I know that you hear this stuff every, every once in a while. I still on Chris. I, I'm a fan, Tony Khan. I'm kind of getting tired of your bullshit. Mm. I don't even want to go to an AEW press conference anymore, Talk just so Chris. you could tell, just so you could tell me I can't ask you about CM Punk or I can't ask you a question about the elite or anybody on press row can't ask you questions that need to be asked. What are these press conferences? What the fuck are they? They make no sense to me anymore. Like this, this kind of stuff is like really kind of messing with my, and I'm not going to speak for everybody. It's messing with my goddamn enjoyment of the program (laughs) because it's like every other week, some crap like this is coming out. But but, but, but wait wait till he signs edge though, Chris, wait till he signs edge player. (laughs) Yeah. Like nobody wants to be transparent about anything. You know what I'm saying? And CM Punk is getting blamed, and the people that aren't are are, are on CM Punk's, Punk's side want to blame the elite guys. All this stuff. There's one person to blame. Who's the boss? One person, and that is Tony Khan. Tony Khan is responsible for all of this. You know, even back in WWE, the wrestlers' court days, that wasn't Undertaker's fault. That wasn't whoever else was doing that sham bullshit court. You're I'm the judge. Buy me Jack Daniels. You're guilty. <laughs> Whatever. Um, that was Vince McMahon because he could stop that anytime he wanted to stop it. Tony Khan could stop that anytime he wants to stop it. If he this this is I don't the unfortunate thing about this stuff, and again, I understand the punk fans, I understand the punk antagonists, I understand the elite fans, the elite mm-hmm. antagonists. Um, this is stuff that should have been nipped in the bud long time ago mm-hmm. um, yeah. by one person, and they're not going to do it. So this is just going to be a, a revolving debate. That were because we have this conversation, like you said, (laughs) monthly, like, and it never changes. We we we're always the ones that like, hey, um, we understand the punk side of the argument, right? We understand the elite, but we understand the reality of punk's power in this situation. Yeah, and we understand that as a talent, every nobody in wrestling is out for the greater good of wrestling. Mm-hmm. They just aren't. Yeah, and I think, 
You yes. talked about it before we turned on the mics, Chris. Uh, you know, I want to get race thoughts too. But, uh, you know, in addition to that story, like, Punk also went off on Hangman. Like, Hangman's still catching strays on this street, yeah. you know? And so to mm-hmm. me, I think, and we talked about it a few months ago with Andrew. Like, there was a point where I was like, you know what? If they're clever, they can they can use this, right? Yeah. They can, they can use this real-life animosity, much like Edge when he was Dirty Mac and Lita. They can use this real-life mm-hmm. animosity, Ray, and turn it into a great storyline that catapults everybody. But I do not think that they're at the point where they can do that now because it's it's too real. And I think, to Chris's point, it's too real because Tony Khan has allowed it to get too real with these mm-hmm. And again, it's not even really leading up to like I could see if you were leading up to something with Punk and the Elite, and then he's doing these bars. But and it's it's quite convenient every time he's talking behind uh behind Hangman's back. Hangman is nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of odd. It's kind of convenient that that's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, and again, it speaks to the fact that, like you said, Nate, this guy. What is he? Mid forties, late forties. This dude yeah. is a cranky old. Like he's about my age, uh, like maybe older, maybe like a year younger. But like, like yeah, I just had a birthday. So me and CM Punk, we kind of the same age bracket, Ray. But I'm not out here at the job eating muffins and and, and shitting on the kids, man. Let the kids right. live, Punk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you building up the future. He but but, but you know, but to that point though, Ray, I think you know, to Chris, like I think that's why Chris and I can see both sides because being around the age of Phil Brooks, I get it. Right. Like I get yeah. some of the frustrations, uh, but I also is like there's better ways that you can be handling this. But again, <clears throat> if there's no impetus by management to say, hey, Phil, you know, we understand big guy. You know, we just need to change some things, you know, like yeah. they gave him his own damn show, Ray. Right. Like and- Collision is a CM Punk show. So like there's no impetus for Punk to change, man. Right, and and to, and to be honest with you, it's not like he's de- he's doing this to every young guy on the right. roster. There's a specific group guy, of younger there, guys. There, there are young guys that he likes on the roster that are getting pushed. Ricky Starks being one of them. Yep. Powerhouse, Powerhouse. being one of them. Uh, Miro being one of them. There are people that CM Punk likes mm-hmm. who have noticeably been elevated since Punk's arrival. So it wouldn't be honest if we're saying that nobody is benefiting from the rub of CM Punk. Um, I do think they've made some some missteps with Starks, but he's still in a better situation than he was a year ago. Who is this yep. guy? That's Brian, the- Brian Mack, Bernie Mack's cousin. Oh, what, what's he saying? Um, <laughs> is paying. Basically like... Even- Tony Khan is paying these dudes millions of dollars, but can't get them to act like grown men, act like professionals. Right. And I mean, it's again, we can, we can all say, Oh, this is just a Tony Khan problem. This is a wrestling industry Mm -hmm. thing. It's, and and again, I don't think it's ever going to change. I think when you are the top guy in the company, if you're not noticeably, the next guy in line, this is how the treatment is going to be. Because mm-hmm. there have been people that Vince McMahon has put the kibosh on. They they tried to bury John Cena in the beginning. Vince McMahon was like, nah, we actually see something in Cena. We're going to push him. Um, Sha- Shawn Michaels and Triple H, they tried to do the same thing to The Rock. 
Yep. And yep. Vince McMahon was like, uh, nah, I think The Rock is a guy yeah. that uh, that we like. Everybody watched. that watched Young Rock Season 3 yeah. knows about that. <laughs> yeah, I think that will happen. If, if, if CM Punk ever tried to do that with a guy that um, Tony Khan actually sees as the next person. Yeah. Um, he ain't but, doing that to Darby Allen. But, but yeah, that's the thing. I don't see CM Punk doing that to someone that's next in line. I, I just don't see him doing that. Like, he's... He loves fucking uh, Jade Cardgill, you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, he loves the people that he loves. The acclaimed. Yeah, the acclaimed. He he, the, he takes care of those people. Um, and then the people that he, he doesn't like, this is the treatment that they get. I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. All I'm saying is it's a mm-hmm. thing. It's and this is just what goes on there. So go to so go into another movie reference, Ray, to, to kind of wrap things up on the Muffin Man before we get to our official all-in preview. You know, I, I started this CM Punk topic off by going to the Four Brothers uh, movie analogy, Ray. So I'll end my thoughts on Punk with another movie analogy. At this point, and I, I love Brian's comment about, you know, if he could get if Tony could get these dudes to work together, they could make some money off of this, man, which is the yeah. end of the day. That's what it's all about in this business. Uh, but I think that this CM Punk stuff reminds me of a scene from a movie starring O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s father, Ice Cube. And uh, it was a little movie called Fist Fight. And oh, yeah. there was a scene in the movie Fist Fight where you got this little girl, this little cute, adorable girl who's been bullied this whole time in school. And she goes to a talent show, Chris, and she got a, a musical number prepared at mm-hmm. the talent show. And her bully, Trisha, is sitting in the front row. And she goes and proceeds to say, I don't fuck with you. You little stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. Yeah. You little dumb ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. Somebody's going to clip this and be like, this is the most (laughs) curse words Nate has ever elicited on a podcast in the history of Nate podcasting. Uh, And and again, it's been a long week, fellas. Uh, But I think that's kind of where we're at now, Ray, with with the elite and punk, in that it has gone too far. I mean, you can never say never in professional wrestling. But I think it has gone too far, too real, too personal for these dudes to make money, which at the end of the day is what all of them should be doing. Like, yo, we could be making money off of this. We could be increasing our ratings off of this. We could be bringing new people and new viewers in off of this. But we can't do it because we don't fuck with each other like that. Yeah. Damn, damn! I got, I got, I didn't got Ray. I didn't got rookie Ray shook on these streets. He, he ain't even have a response for that, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I've, you know, I'm waiting. I still think it's gonna happen. I think this is just too. You, you can't avoid the wrestling media asking you these questions forever. You, you're gonna have to deal with this. You are. You're gonna have to deal with this transparently and open because it's open and everybody knows what's going on, man. It's at at this point, it's just stupid to try to pretend that everything is normal and peaches and cream and all that stuff. It's not. Mm. You know, there is a problem in that company. I wrote about this before it became this public. I I, I wrote about toxic positivity in AEW. Mm. Cause I saw it coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. And I think anybody who watches the show regularly and listen to Tony Khan on these, uh, these wrestling podcasts and stuff, you know, we saw this thing happening. And, and again, 
when when the next time the wrestling media goes to England or Chicago and people ask and people aren't allowed to ask about this stuff, I'm asking the wrestling media, why are we still even going to this shit? Mm. If 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 we're going to this and not able to ask the, the questions that need to be asked. That's all I'm saying, you know. Yep. And yeah. so that that concludes our monthly installment of Do You Know the Muffin Man, Ray Williams. <laughs> yeah, and he'll be probably be up again next month. I think Ray might be muted. Are you muted? Yeah, you're muted, I mean, Ray. Uh, oh, there you yeah, go. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to get good reception at the kitty table where we sent Ray at the beginning <laughs> of the segment. Uh, but but Ray, we are going to end uh, this month's edition of the Nubian Wrestling Advocates by giving our preview of All In coming from Wembley Stadium in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll give you time to pull up the card that we have as as it is currently constituted. Uh, but again, if anybody wants to chime in with their thoughts on CM Punk or on Edge or on Cash Wheeler or on All In, uh, hit us up in the chat. And remember, Super Chats get to cut the line. They get to jump to the front of the line. Uh, but, Ray, we are now uh, going into our preview of All In, which is now an official AEW pay-per-view. You know, All In was the event that kickstarted this whole All Elite Wrestling thing back in the day where – I always like to use the story, Chris, of the the scorpion and the frog, mm-hmm. where Ring of Honor was the frog going across the wall, yep. and AEW was like, "Hey, man, you mind give me a lift across the water?" And the frog is like, "Hey, but you a scorpion, baby, you gonna sting me? I'm gonna die." And then AEW's <laughs> like, "I would never do that, frog. We friends mm-hmm. here. Let's just get across the river. Let's let's be all in together." Right. And then as mm-hmm. soon as they got to the riverbank, bam. AEW stung the frog and ROH became bloated and uh, died on the riverbanks and then they were brought back to life and Tony Khan bought them. Uh, end right. of story. Uh, okay. So yeah. we, go from, we go from that, Chris. That all in, which uh, did Downstate do the theme song? That, think, that terrible theme song? I think so. I was at I was I was at that event, man. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. with uh, Cody and uh, Aldis. That, that was a yeah. that was a bang. Mm-hmm. Cody yeah, and all this it, on that show. Yeah, it, it was like I knew something was up when I was mm-hmm. sitting at home Sunday watching a Jacksonville Jaguars football game, and they showed uh, the press box, mm-hmm. and Cody Rhodes was sitting in the press box, <laughs> and this was Cody Rhodes was doing stuff on the Indies. He was the last person I expect seeing sitting in the press box. Mm. I was like, what the fuck is Cody Rhodes doing in a press box? Devontae Ben making moves, Chris. <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the Jaguars game. And like you said, it was the, the soul scorpion and the frog thing, right? Um, mm. And going back to Aesop's fables on these cats, man. It was, mm-hmm. it, and it, it was, yeah. ROH never really recovered. And then, then you know, years later was bought by uh, Tony Khan and... and- <clears throat> And so again, that leads us to all in. We don't know if they're going to use the downstate song again. Uh, like I, I only know two downstate songs. Yeah. One of them is Kingdom, which is amazing. The other one is the all in song, which is terrible. So they got like a five hundred <laughs> average for me. Uh, but Ray, you've got the uh, card pulled up. So let's go through, and uh, we can all give our thoughts on the build, and the, and I give our predictions. I know Chris has already kind of spilled the beans, like he ain't he ain't really feeling this. But but let's let's talk mm-hmm. about the matches, and maybe by the end of it, Chris will Chris will be a little bit more hype for this show. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, 
real quick sidebar downstate has some bankers that you probably not aware of but the, be looking out they got some good yeah. glorious they did glorious or is that is that you talking about bobby rude glorious no i thought that was um the, the that was um, the other the fto the, i'm thinking yeah. about the FTO. cfo the yeah. cfos but they did do um here to show the world and all the Dolph Ziggler's themes, I believe. And then I think they did a couple yeah. of them. Let's leave it here no better. They Let's leave it here no better. They beat the kingdom. <laughs> yeah, our kingdom is who I'll, is I'll give them credit for that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, let's go ahead. Let's start with the presumably first match that's not even going to be on the pay-per-view card. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. T. Anthony said, uh, hold on, Ray. T. Anthony said Downstate did Zach uh, Ryder's radio song? Oh, yeah. That that was was a banger. Okay. Okay. I I, I stand corrected. (laughs) Yeah. That that was was kind of hot back in the day. Yeah, that was cool. All right. I didn't want to go off into a whole Downstate tangent. I I feel like, you know, unlike CM Punk and the Elite, we can admit when we're wrong on this show, Ray. So, you know, I had to, I had to, you know, be accountable for my words mm-hmm. and, and show downstate the proper respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no worries. All right, let's go ahead and start off with the match that presumably is going to be on the zero hour card. Mm. We don't know if it's going to be on YouTube or if they're going to have it on another platform, but presumably on YouTube for free, get there at 12 p.m. where you could see the Aussie Open defend their ROH World Tag Team Championships against MJF and Adam Cole, baby. Mm. So, Chris, is this all just a big setup for what is to come later on in the night? Like, like is, is this a legit tag team title match that we're going to be watching, or is this all just background for the drama that will unfold later at Wembley? I have no idea. I do not care about this match. Um, I, I am not an MJF fan at all. I do like Adam Cole, baby. Um, but I just, I understand. Look, it's not about me. You know, the, 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 this is white boy goofy shit. I am not interested in. It, it you're does not, not interested in, 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 in the Caucasian, uh, Caucasian nah, shenanigans. I, I'm trying I, to think I, of an alliterative this, word. Caucasian yeah, craziness. This, this, Ca- Caucasian this, kookiness. This this kind of bromance frat boy shit. The Anglo is, antics. Yeah, it's not my bag. It it it, it is not for me. Mm. But saying that, I understand that it's European for hijinks. Yeah, it, it's it's for somebody. So I'm I'm gonna give it a chance. But this this does nothing. Nothing for me, you know what I'm saying? Like everything, like when wrestling, it's like some there's something always culturally there that is mm-hmm. like, uh, even if it's all white boys doing white boy goofy shit, it's like, oh, uh, that's entertaining. So I like it. Like we we're like talking Edgy about Christian, Edge, and yeah, we we're talking about Edge and Christian earlier. That stuff was always funny. You didn't have to be a, a white dude to like that stuff. This crap with Cole and MJF, uh, show me the, the 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 black folks that love this stuff and say still and then and then come and talk say still and then come and then come talk to me and tell me why it's good. I do not like this shit. I Damn. don't like it at all. Say with it with that, your chest, Chris. With that said. 
said, I do think they'll have a good match. Um, you think they get a title think, switch? Yeah, like my whole thing with with MJF is there's certain wrestlers that where you cross the line so much for me that me um, cheering you is just I can't I can't just do that with MJF. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this this guy has been so evil and diabolical. And from a character standpoint, I, I right. think MJF is a nice guy. I, I don't, I, he was cool to people when I went to all in yeah. back, back in the day. So I'm not talking about him as a person. Yeah, I, I didn't like, I didn't like the, uh, and Kate and I talked about this on collision. I didn't <laughs> yeah. like the shots he took at Lufisto the other week, but other than that, yeah. I think he's been a decent like human being when he's not in character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's, that's the thing with that, you know, and it's just one of those like, and the thing with with doing racist stuff in wrestling, you have to be very careful with that because there will be some towns that you go to mm-hmm. where they where, where they will cheer the racist shit. You know, mm-hmm. I, I remember back in the day going to like shows and people sh- chanting "Sean is gay" mm-hmm. loudly. You know, <laughs> saying that kind of stuff. And doing that, and I just MJF just crosses that line for me. All that again, if you love that stuff, that's your thing. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I I do think that um, the match is going to be good with Aussie Open, um, and I I'm guessing that um, the 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 Bros they they're going to win that shit. Um, and people will like it and mm. you know that's what matters is this is this going to be the thing that gets everybody interested in AEW um, <laughs> I just don't see it like that yeah. um, but s- people like this shit that's mm. I, I haven't listened to our boy um, SP3 and them because I don't know what they think about it mm. it's not for me it ain't for <laughs> not, just... not for me, Chris Ely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, Ray, I, I think a lot of this card will be helped by just the atmosphere. Yes, mm-hmm. it will. Of being in Wembley, and that goes the same for this match. <clears throat> uh, that's going to be on the pre-show because, yeah, on paper, it doesn't do a whole lot for me. I I haven't really been vibing with the uh, Cole MJF uh, front of me kind of thing they've been doing. Uh, yeah. But I think that crowd is going to be electric, especially at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know what they do with the title. Like, it feels almost like the title is secondary mm-hmm. in this match. Uh, um, so I'm going to say Aussie Open retains. Uh, and I'm going to say the tomfoolery and the shenanigans, the, uh, the uh, uh, colonizer kookiness, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to workshop this. I got to workshop yeah. Uh, a, a slogan that we could put on a t-shirt for whenever <laughs> AEW engages in what Chris has uh, called white boy goofiness. Uh, we need to workshop that. Get, get some merch yeah. out here on these streets. Uh, but Ray, what do you think about this opening match? Well, I'm fully in agreement as far as as far as with... Wait, it's like, Chris, I have to like white boy goofiness. <laughs> <laughs> the bro... The bro buffoonery. Oh, um, the bro buffoonery. Yeah, there you bro go, Ray. Buffoonery. There you go, that's Ray. The, that's the phrase. That's the phrase. <laughs> the bro Because the thing is, is, is when I say white boy goofiness, 
it makes it sound like I'm not a fan of white boy goofiness. goofiness. I like Animal House. I like, I, I like American. I like American Pie. Yeah. I like Van Wilder. Van Wilder. I, yep. I, I like all that. Deadpool. Stuff. Yeah, Deadpool was cool. This shit is just it misses me all the way. Maybe if you threw a brother in it. <laughs> Maybe I could be attacked. Like, like just throw Shoddy Lee Johnson into the mix. Throw Shoddy Lee in it. Throw somebody in this thing. So the, the, the brofoonery yeah. is what Chris cannot abide by. Right. <laughs> I mean, has there been anything in wrestling as white and goofy as this in the history of wrestling? I'm, this is a serious <laughs> question. If you could, I, I can't think of one thing because what's the, every what's other, the dumbest, whitest, goofiest angle? Is that what you're what you're saying? I'm asking because this is to me this is it. Uh, I'm I'm going back to like way <laughs> back in the day. I'm talking about Hogan and Orndorff. That wasn't white and goofy in my opinion. I'm talking <laughs> about like I, I'm talking. I'm going way back, man. I'm talking. The, what about, about the Spirit Squad? This the Spirit Squad. It was, but it wasn't a main event thing. You know mm, what I'm saying? I can mm. deal with that stuff in a, in the in mid, a card. mid car. When you're in okay. the main event. The, the it, main it, event bro, uh, bro foonery is what we talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because this is just like, I'm supposed to be captivated by this. I do think this is for an audience because I listen to the <laughs> shows. And people, said, this, is, this could be Lee Moriarty's time to shine with these guys. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, throw something in this for other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you <laughs> got to. Because this is not relatable to anybody in the hood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm speaking for everybody in the hood yeah. until you show me somebody in the and hood. I, and I think, Chris, yeah. like, like, you can have, like, quote-unquote white boy goofiness and it still resonate to other cultures. Like, right. a lot of John Cena stuff is <laughs> yes. white boy goofiness. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Yes, it's a it's a lot of stuff like that. That's Even that goes Christians. on. Edging Christian, edging, we talked edging, about. Yep, edging Christian. You know, there's like, a I'm gonna t- like I'm gonna tell you, like they're not at that level yet, but right. I've completely turned around on these two. Chad Gable and Otis. Chad Gable, mm-hmm. like this dude is kind of funny. I like um Bullet Club Gold. I think mm-hmm. they. Yeah, I, I, I think they kind of like appeal to me more than, than this shit is goofy, goofy. Fucking goofy, man! This this is this is ridiculously so unbelievably goofy, 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 man! The brofoonery, yes, the brofoonery. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Ray. I'm... Did, did you ever give your prediction, Ray? No, that's. <laughs> but while I agree on that hand, like all the skits have been just just completely missing the mark with me, but. Where they grab me is with the dramatic stuff when they're doing promos in the ring with one another. Mm-hmm. And when they had that AEW tag title match on Collision <sighs> where MJF, he's second guessing himself and he's like, I'm letting the team down. And it's like, mm-hmm. even though they've had these goofy moments, there's a way like, I'm not even really feeling the team like that. But when doggone Adam Cole... Right. He's like, you didn't do anything wrong. But then when MJF picks up that belt, like he's about to hit him, like that's making me feel something, even though I don't really care for the team, like that's making me feel something. And then he drops that belt and he's hugging. And that's why I agree on that side with Nate, where it's, it's getting an audience, like somebody's getting attached to it. And so as far as the match goes, and this might kind of lead into 
my main event prediction, but I believe, and I think Nate, you said, you said, um, I'll see open. <clears throat> you said, I'll see open. Chris, <clears throat> excuse me. Chris, you said, oh, it's profunery that got Ray choked up. Yeah, I, I said, um, I said, uh, the um, MJF the, and Cole, the, the brofoons, the brofoons. I'd say they, they're winning the match. Okay, um, that's my prediction. So I'm gonna go ahead and break the tie, and I agree with you, Chris. I think the mm-hmm. brofoons, which is actually a better <clears throat> name than better than you, baby. <laughs> um, I think, I think Cole and MJF. They're going to go ahead and win those tag titles. And I think there might be a sprinkle of what we might see. Because what I'm thinking in my head for the main event, and I'll say it once we get to that match, but I'm thinking it's not going to be like the culmination of anything, but it's going to be a slow burn or something. So, But okay. I do think better than you, Bebe, is going to go ahead and take the titles. Okay, so Chris and Ray going with the Brofoons. I'm going with Aussie Open. What's the next match on the uh, agenda, Ray? All right. Well, as the order stands, uh, via Wikipedia, the first match on the card looks like it's going to be the Young Bucks versus Mm. FTR. And Mm. by the way, again, they might have to send Cash Wheeler over with a jersey from that uh, (laughs) <laughs> from the football team that they got, either Tottenham or Fulton, they might have to throw a jersey on them and smuggle them into uh, the UK. But for <laughs> as it stands, it's going to be FTR versus the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team mm. Championships. So in the words of Andre 3000, when it pertains to uh, Mr. Wheeler, don't pull a thing out unless you play the bang. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Don't even bang unless you plan to hit something. And so uh, I, I think in this match, Chris, if it goes through, like if, if, it, if it goes off as planned, it's going to be incredible. Like I think mm-hmm. the just the, again, the atmosphere around this match. <laughs> yeah. Like I think it's going to be very hard to turn this crowd. You know, it's not going to be like uh, what we saw in Detroit a couple weeks ago at SummerSlam where there were points where the crowd was just like, nah, we good. Ron and Shayna, we good. You know, it's not you're not gonna have that kind of atmosphere. Um shoot. I think it's it's gonna it's gonna be good. The cash wheeler of it all, though, like the real life implications kind of yeah. got me thinking a little bit because before all this, I was easily going with uh FTR. That was gonna be my pick. Right. Uh, right. but maybe, you know, in, in in the interest of what's more reliable just at this very moment, you go with uh-huh. Bucks. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go with the bucks, uh, for this one. What you got, Chris? I'm actually going to go. And I I think the bucks should win just because mm-hmm. of what's going on. But I think the story they're telling is FTR winning. Okay. Um, again, this is, this is something I can see my teeth into, right? This kind mm-hmm. of feud where I understand the stakes. They're not having taco eating contests and shit they're not <laughs> you know what i'm saying like oh let's go to the trampoline park and jump on a fucking trampoline <laughs> like th- this is something that i like this is this is this is this is more my steez this this is more my steez um i i i i the i wouldn't and i don't mind if the bucks win if they if they change a the direction just because of what happened, uh, because I do think that there's 
value in this thing, right? Um, so I'm gonna go with um, with the Young Bucks just just from a sheer storyline perspective, because I think that there's um, a long term story that they're telling with those two cats. Okay, okay. So again, once again, Ray from the kitty table has to. <laughs> Be the man to break the tie. So I've got the Bucks. Chris has uh, FTR. Uh, who do you have, Ray, in this matchup between Generation Me and the Revival? Well, <laughs> and I like that. <laughs> I like that comment below. Um, what did it say? Man, the <laughs> Generation the Revival, me and the Revival versus Generation Me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I I, I kind of I'm going along. Uh, shout, real quick, shout out to Anthony for for feeling the pain of waiting for some of the edits he might have to make in this episode. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> hope you timestamped it, brother. I, I, the, the the bros are gonna be bad at me today, man. Yes, it was too much are... too much brofoonery. It got to you, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna hate me today, man. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, bros. Uh, just let me know. What I can do. You know, <laughs> I, I will do. I will donate to the bro fund or something. <laughs> bro fund me. Don't don't run up on Chris. He may not have a strap anymore, but he does have that folding chair on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, dang, another tough one. <clears throat> and again, considering like this uh, current circumstances, but I also feel what Chris is saying about trying to. Uh, prolong that storyline and also seeing another one of Anthony's comments about possibly the guns winning the championship back. I mm. don't know if it's going to be as hot if they win it off the bucks. Right. Oh, it's a tough one. All right. For the sake of getting out the kitty table, I'm going to say the young bucks. <laughs> okay. Okay. Raise back. Raise back. He, he ain't got to eat on at the kitty table no more. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't got to eat off the floor. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I, I think it might be it might be the only punishment that FDR gets is mm-hmm, them losing mm-hmm. the tag titles, right, yeah, and then they'll yeah. probably win it back in like two months. Because that, that's kind of what I was thinking too, Chris. Like a just kind of like the the only real punishment they would get from this, but also again, like until this is all kind of sorted out, maybe you just put it on the bucks for a little minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the best thing to do. Um, just kind of let this thing kind of run its course. And I, I don't think that um, that um, Wheeler is one of those dudes that's going to stubbornly try to defend this shit. Yeah. Um, I think he'll learn his lesson. And um, this is the first time he's ever done anything you, like this. So. You know who I really feel bad for in right. this whole situation, Ray, besides the, the person that Cash brandished the gun at? Will you the man? Oh yeah, yeah. Because anytime somebody's like, like, because you know everybody's not gonna say Cash Wheeler brandished a gun. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like either Cash mm-hmm. or Wheeler had a gun out. And then Wheeler, you just sitting <laughs> over here like, hey dog, I had nothing to do with this player. Yeah, He's living yeah, my yeah. life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the next match on on the docket, Ray? All right, let's go ahead and move on. Oh, we got a hot one. We got the. Four way for the AEW Women's Championship. We got Hikaru Shida, uh, newly crowned champ, defending her championship against Tony Storm, okay. Soraya, 
and Britt Baker, Soraya and Britt Baker, both winning off of qualifiers that were pretty much obvious from the jump. But yes, those that four way for the AEW Women's Championship. Yeah, like anybody mm-hmm. thought Sky Blue, and we love Sky Blue, but anybody thought right. Sky Blue was getting the nod in this one, Chris, over Soraya? Like, come, come on, baby. Do you, yeah. do you not understand how marketing and economics work? Right, yeah. We go yeah. into England. Let's bring our biggest British star to this spot and and, and see what, what the audience brings to the table. And I think this is going to be a hell of a match, Chris. I do yeah. have an issue that, again, once again on the AEW uh, pay-per-view, we've only got one women's match. It's like, eh, yeah. you can yeah, and they and they throw them all in one match. In one right? match, yeah. Like imagine um, if this was a black guy match, you know? So they just throw <laughs> all the black black folks. How about that? that? That's going to be yeah. something we can talk about when we get through with this uh, rundown. Like how many brothers made it to win the the Wembley card? Um, yeah. But I think this is going to be a fun match. Uh, you know, Sheeta is in her second reign. I think Sheeta retains, but to me, the most interesting part of this Ray is the outcasts of it all, you know, and again, mm-hmm. shout out to that man, Andre 3000 uh, and big boy. I feel like big boy didn't get enough credit, uh, but I feel yeah, like yeah. in this situation, the most interesting part to me is what we're seeing with Tony storm on yeah, these yeah, shows yeah. week to week, where she's kind of going through this metamorphosis. <laughs> she's doubting herself. Uh, you know, she to, to quote three stacks, she's out here. Like she's starving. She's Brett Favre trying to see if she still got it. Uh, you know, she went through this whole Sunset Boulevard kind of thing that Kate and I talked about on Collision a couple weeks ago, and I feel like she is going to be in a position to win. Uh, Soraya is going to cost her, and then Sheeta will end up winning, and then that way we get Sheeta moving on to whatever her next challenge is going to be, and we start to get the implosion of the Outcasts. Um, and I think I think this match is going to be fun. Crowd's going to be hot for it. I'm going with Sheeta to retain, though. Chris, what you got? I love Sheeta. Sheeta is my favorite wrestler. She has been for the last couple of years. Mm. Um, I'm glad that she's getting a run with the belt in front of an audience. Yes. I think that she she uh, I don't love using that term deserving wrestling because we know that doesn't mean anything. Nope. But um, I do think that Sheeta deserves this run. I think for this show, I do think Soraya's kind of got to win mm. um, because she's they they AEW needs a moment um, where okay. you where you where we're talking about for decades where I'm in my sixties saying, Hey, <laughs> do you remember that time where, um, Soraya and, um, and, uh, where Soraya won the world title in England and stuff like that. I do think that, that, um, that Soraya benefits the most from this. Okay. And then if you want to have her lose it again to Sheeta in a week or two, that's fine. But I do think that you kind of need to milk this um, Wembley crowd for a moment. So I'm going to go with Soraya. Okay. So Chris, <clears throat> going with Soraya. I'm going with uh, Sheeta to retain. Let's go to this man, 10-day Ray Williams. Ray, <laughs> you can either break this tie or you can come up with some, a completely different answer and leave us deadlocked here. So who you got in the women's four-way for the AEW women's title? Well, I I initially thought it, you guys were going to be on the same page. I thought this was going to be our first unanimous decision. But um, 
man, Chris does make some great points about Soraya. The only thing that makes me leery about Soraya is even though she is cleared to compete, we haven't mm-hmm. seen her really competing consistently in one-on-one matches. And so mm-hmm. is she going to be able to defend as a champion? Would It would be pretty cool to kind of see that dynamic between her and Tony Storm um, <laughs> if she does end up winning the championship with Anthony's on the roll tonight. Ray got the longest <laughs> yeah. 10-day contract ever. Must be a WWE contract that rolls over. <laughs> I, got, like, I got hurt. I got hurt, and then I came back. I was like, nah, brother, it's still running. It's still uh, running. You only on day four, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, it's like, although I would really like to see that, like, I was initially, dang, I was initially in the same boat as, Nate, as far as seeing Sheeta uh, defended successfully, I don't know. Oh, got me in another pickle. And as far as Britt, I, I, I just don't think Britt's going to win it. I, no. I don't think. Um, who's that fourth? Per- oh, Tony. Um, Tony just had it. Tony can't so, win because it, it, it would it would go against the story they're trying to tell with Tony. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, ooh. Ray, the only way you could see Britt getting it is if Hater was ready to return. Because you can set thing. that up, but I don't think she's ready yet. Mm-hmm. And by the way, shout out to Jamie Hader. It's unfortunate like she she got hurt and that she couldn't make it, especially like in her own country. This would have been great for her, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Ja- Jamie Hader, my second favorite hater of all time after Jermaine from Chicago. <laughs> Jermaine. <laughs> Real quick, for the sake of time, I want this to be another record-breaking episode. I'm going to go with... Uh, Oh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Soraya. Let's go. Okay. Okay. We're going with Soraya. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. As you mentioned, Ray, we, we're not trying to make this a record breaking episode, uh, tonight. Um, let's, let's go through the rest of the card. Um, Chris, you, you mentioned before you had two matches that you were invested in with one. I'm guessing was FTR and the bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the other one? The main event. Um, I, I don't know if it was the main event. I think it was, um, Something else. <laughs> okay, so let's Maybe. let's go rapid fire until mm-hmm. we get to the next match. Chris is invested in. So what's next on the card, Ray? Well, it may be this one that's next up. See a fucking Joe. See a fucking Joe. That one. Oh okay. yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the second. <laughs> that that looks like that's going to be like the the co-main event. Um, mm-hmm. but next one in line, Darby Allen and Sting versus okay. the Mogul Embassy, Ar okay. Fox and. Sh- I'm surprised Chris. I'm surprised Chris ain't here for this one. Not only do we have this man, this man Darby Allen, who's so crazy, he might go to the top of Wembley Stadium and do a coffin dive. We got the icon, the man called Sting Chris. He does this, he does that. He's as big as a bull and as quick as a cat. But we got Mm -hmm. Chris's favorite and and a favorite here of the Nubian Wrestling Advocates, former guest, Prince Nana. Christopher, so, Chris still paying for the embassy system. Chris still got like three more payments to make on the embassy system. So uh, did, right. this match ain't got you hooked, Chris. Oh, it's, it's, it does. Shout out to Dada. Like I, he's got so many like jobs um, <laughs> that, you know. I, I, and again, like real yeah. quick, because we, we haven't really talked about it <laughs> since he kind of became all elite. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm so happy for this brother, man, that, that yeah, he's getting yeah, this opportunity yeah. and he's mm-hmm. killing it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude was that dude is so awesome, man. I um 
I, I love Nana. Hopefully he can come back. I know the rules now when he's back with AEW because we when we when he was on the show, we were talking about you need to be working mm-hmm. for one of the companies. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. And we weren't talking about Impact or NWA. We were talking about AEW or WWE. Mm-hmm. And he is with one of the companies. So shout out to him. Um, I'm interested in this. This has been something that I like. Um, I, I definitely, this would be the third match that I'm looking forward to. I did ask uh, Nana for a statement. Um, he's a little shaken up, but uh, he's going to be fine and he'll be in uh, okay. uh, in London. What was the super chat? Yeah, yeah. You forgetting. Shout out to the T. Anthony for the super chat. And again, if you want your comments to uh, take precedent, hit that super chat button and uh, send your thoughts. But yeah, the streak is on the line, Chris. Thing and Darby, undefeated yeah. as a team, brother. Yeah. Th- th- so because Sting never goes to England, and because this is Stingland. Um, yeah. Th- this 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 is like <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna get a chance to do this in England again because he might not be wrestling yeah. next year. Much like um, Edge, he won't be around for the next yeah. next run. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad if um, if Sting won won the match. Sting is Sting is my dude, man. They gonna know? go crazy for Sting, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I I think so. Sting has always been like you know if you if you lived in that lived in or around Atlanta or California for even a little bit. You you will understand what Sting means to wrestling in those mm-hmm. areas, man. Um, I, I, I like. I'm so glad that he's still wrestling, doing things. I'm still one of those people that if him and geriatric Undertaker, if both of them had <laughs> had had walkers and were wrestling, I still want to see that match. You know, there's certain mm. matches that I just still want to see, even though the guys are broken down. Un- Undertaker would only take that match if uh, it happened at Insurrection. Yeah, well, hey, we got to get that. I want to see that, and I also want to see uh, the other match I want to see. Uh, it would be like Ken Shamrock versus Kurt Angle. Um, mm. Something that, like, the, I, um, I just, this match is, is my thing, and, and I love Sting, man. I, I, I can't go against Sting in England. Um, and yeah, I, this, this match got us torn, man. They got Sting on one side, Nana on the other. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I I love Nana too, but you know, I I like I said, Sting is is just a a national treasure. Uh, he's and again, I'm if you're from that era, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Sting is I I, uh, I don't put up with too much Sting blasphemy. Um, just you know what I'm saying. I just don't do that. Um, I'm glad he's getting this AEW run um, because he should have. This is what WWE should have did with him. Um, his last run that yeah. was embarrassing. That was a joke of a fucking run. Mm-hmm. Um, Still, and this, the greatest story uh, to this day that Chris and Chris has told me a lot of great stories, but the one that yeah. always gets me is this brother drove home <laughs> man fueled fueled by anger like didn't yeah. stop drove from uh <clears throat> levi stadium yeah. back to his house didn't make any stops along the way yeah. because of how that sting triple h match ended that was the end of that year's wrestlemania for chris yeah it, it made i got a free ticket to 
go to that WrestleMania by one of the uh, Law Brothers at at uh, Nate and uh, or not Nate, uh, John and Way's uh, meet uh, meet and greet that yeah. morning. And I was just gonna go home anyway. After that, I didn't go there for WrestleMania. And this one dude was like, "Yo, I got I got a ticket to WrestleMania. You could you could join us." And I went. And um, that place is huge. It's like the parking lot was big. Yeah. Um, I think they they carted me back to the parking lot, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> um, but I just got out of there, beat the traffic. And it was because it's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got Sting in WWE. I just love the image of everybody like cheering for that bogus finish that they right. did in that match. And Chris is just walking out just. Yeah, it's 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 like the the one thing that that was like an easy a layup move, right? You know, um, the only person Sting should have lost to at a WrestleMania is the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Um, if he was wrestling anybody else, he needed to win that match. Um, and um, yeah, man. So um, I'm I'm like I said, I'm loving the Sting run. Yeah. Um, and I know that uh. I know this is going to lead to big things for the the Embassy Brothers, man. They mm-hmm. they are they are doing great things at the moment. Um, I hope Nana. I hope you remember us, folks. Um, yeah. Remember the little yeah. people along uh, yeah, the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not saying that we help you get anywhere. But... I mean, he can't forget Chris because Chris still uh, pays him monthly. Oh yeah, yeah. He still got like three payments left on the Nana system, so he can't forget you, Chris. Right, yeah, like I, 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 I bought a couple products off of my my dude uh, Nana. You know what I'm saying? That's and, I, I love that that brother's always hustling, man. Right, yeah, and the 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 the, the credit stuff I bought for him, for him actually like came out helped me out in a big way because okay. I had I had a, a, a um a account that had like five hundred dollars on it. Uh, that uh, I didn't even know I had it. Was, mm. I, it was like stash or something I bought from that brother, and I and that came out in a pinch, you know. So okay, um, sh- shout out to uh, to Nana, man. This man, Nana out here saving yeah. people on the on the on the uh, yeah, low. Yeah. Hey Ray, you gotta uh, clip this because I'll send it out to him. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully yeah, he gets some of those embassy guys to uh, shout out to the good brother Prince Nana. But but yeah, yeah I'm yeah. I'm like Chris. Like as much as we love Nana and what the embassy is doing right now, uh, I think like at some point on this show, <clears throat> you just have to kind of give the people the feel good, mm-hmm. and the feel good for this crowd is going to be seeing this 60 year old dude Ray doing what he does. And him and his uh, illegitimate son Darby winning mm-hmm. this match, and so like I, I much like Chris, I, I, I'm a big fan of this man Steve Borden on these streets, the Reverend. Uh, you know, we feel about Sting the way you feel about this man Adam Copeland, Ray. Like mm-hmm. this brother been doing it for a minute. Uh, the WWE kind of did him dirty when they finally did bring mm-hmm. him in, and to to see him have this run in a company that. Loves him because I, I was going to say respect Ray, but I think the WWE respected Sting. Mm-hmm. They just didn't love Sting and appreciate mm-hmm. what that brother brought to the table. And I think there's a difference between respect and appreciation. I think AEW appreciates Sting, and this this last run of his career has been pretty fun to watch. And it's sad that we're on the like we 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 on the home stretch because he said he ain't going to be wrestling after this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Sting and Darby win and. Uh, I'm 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 here for it, man. So we got two for Team Sting and Darby. Uh, what you got, Ray? You gonna make this a clean sweep, brother? 
I think we're finally we're finally all in agreement <laughs> about something. We did it. Although I was kind of going back and forth because keep in mind, uh Darby does have a match in the in the following week's pay-per-view uh for the TNT championship against Luchasaurus. So I was kind of thinking like how are these different stories are gonna tie into it, but I, I'm in total agreement. I think Darby and Sting are gonna go ahead and take this one, and then I think that Swerve is possibly going to cost him a shot at the uh, championship mm-hmm. the following week. But yeah, with all that said, Sting has been alluded in our comment section with Anthony and Ron. Please, brother, don't don't jump from too far, brother. We we yeah, need yeah. all the help we can get. Oh, <laughs> like, he, he gonna do it. Oh, look, he gonna do it. Look, look, yeah. Sting, from the top of the stadium. Sting is like Sam Jackson in Jungle Fever, like Gator yeah. looking at Mama's TV. When when Sting gonna be looking at that ladder. And Darby's like, yeah, you ain't got to do this, OG. He's like, you know I do it. You know I do it. <laughs> uh, but but uh, uh, yeah. uh, like we can we can we can stay here talk about this. Like I think this is gonna be a fun match for the people. We could talk about this for for a minute, minute. Uh, but yeah. we do need to keep it moving. So what's next on the agenda, Ray? And let's let's quick hit them until we get to another match that Chris can sink his teeth into. All right, well, we got our stadium stampede match. Mm. We got the Golden Elite, Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Adam Page versus Konosuke Takeshita uh, and Bullet Club. Go- well, oh, I'm sorry, that's not, is that the? No, that's not going to be the um, stadium stampede, but this is going to be a six-man match. Golden okay, Elite, Kota okay. Ibushi, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page versus Konosuke, or Kanosuke, Takeshita, uh, and Bullet Club Gold, Juice Robinson, and Jay White. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be another fun match. I know some people were disappointed, uh, yeah. and Way and Kate talked about this on Collision Course uh, yesterday. Uh, and, you know, they, they wanted a, a either a Kenny singles match or Kenny versus uh, Osprey. And, like, yeah, <laughs> right. those would be great. Those would be awesome. Uh, but I think this is going to be a fun match, man. Yeah. Like, I do and too. I'm I, again. I think when you look at this show, this is kind of a show that is less about the storylines and more about the spectacle. More about mm-hmm. we're doing this in this setting, and I think every match is going to benefit from the setting. I think this is going to be a fun match. Um, I think my predictions have been a little too uh, face heavy. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to go with uh, Takeshita and uh, Bullet Club Gold just to mix things up a bit. Chris, what you got? I, I'm inclined to go with the same thing. First of all, I'm, I actually am one of the people that loved what uh, the, the the story with uh, Jericho and, and Callis. Um, everyone hates it I've, before what I've seen. I'm, not everyone, but most people do. I think that Callus is the kind of jackass mm-hmm. that you that would do something like he did, just the character version of him, yes. right? Where he you you he's so convinced that Jericho's not going to join him, so he just does this dumb preemptive strike, right? And it's the uh, same thing that Jericho would do if he was in Callus's spot. Exactly, mm-hmm. you know these these two are the same kind of asshole. So I liked it. <laughs> I, I thought it was it was cool. Uh, but yeah, I think the Hills win this because you do have to, and I think Callis is just one of those people that gets 
he'll he'll he because callus is a good heel i don't mm-hmm. i think a lot of wrestling heels at the moment they just kind of benefit from the situation that they're in i think callus is a professional that knows how to get people to just hate his ass yeah. because his character is he got people to hate kenny omega which was not the easiest thing in the world to do right exactly so um yeah I I, I think Takeshita I mean and, except uh, for WH Park like that was a very easy thing <laughs> WH Park to hate Kenny Omega Shout out to WH but yeah that's that's true yeah um, so I'm I'm going with the heels in this one and I think uh I think it just to establish this Don Callis family yeah um you know to you know get get you know mix it up a little bit man like you know I think um anytime you got a minority in your faction is always going to draw me in. You know what I'm saying? It's like when it's just not like this, this lily white thing that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like it, bad, news, ain't got bad, news, bad news. Yeah, that's true. But and, and that's why I like them too. But, you know, just, I like bad news, Brown, bad news, Allen being like the catalyst for this whole little a jump off point for this man. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. ba- if you haven't watched any of bad news Brown's like shoot interviews from the past that he used to have a ton of them online, but yeah. now he's only got a couple of them on YouTube. Watch yeah. those. He passed away in 2007. That yeah. guy was he, him, Tom Zink, RIP to him too. Mm, the Z um, man. There, yeah. There are a few guys from like the two early two thousands that, they just did the greatest shoot interviews ever, man. Yeah. Um, and just listen to bad news. And I like that his memory is kind of being kept alive yeah. in in this thing, man. And uh, He's a, a legitimate badass. Legitimate badass. The catalyst for you could say argue he's the template for um Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? Ooh, okay, uh, where he okay. just didn't have black tights, black boots, didn't mm-hmm. have any friends, turned on everybody, turned on the hills, turned on the faces. Yep, yep. That's this is what that guy did. Uh Yo, just, Brown was so uh, underrated, Chris. So underrated, won the uh Olympics third place in judo. He should have won first place. That's a story in and of itself. Um, but yeah, the dude's just such a badass, and I'm glad that Callis and Jericho and those cats, and we don't always say the greatest things about Jericho, but you know, it is the it, locker room leader that uh, he is. Yeah, <laughs> in this instance, you know, I'll give I'll give dude his due. <laughs> um, and yeah, man, it's just um just just great great stuff i don't know if his wife helen is still alive if, mm-hmm. if she's still alive if they if she could like come and you know s- do something that'd be like smack callous in the face saying bad news would be ashamed of you or something mm-hmm. so, i like it i like it just something man yep. um but this has been great and i think he's got some kids that i was gonna say like, if he if, if you know if helen's no longer with us maybe uh you know kids or something like that yeah 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 i just i just I'm here for this, man. I'm I'm here for it. This is this when, when you talk about this card, it See? really does See? get you like excited for. I was just, I'm still worried about the Chicago card. See, Chris it, was over there hating, uh, eating his muffins, and we'd have turned to hell, right? To, but when you when you talk about this, this is this is gonna be excited, man. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, I'm telling I'm you, Chris, at, like that crowd is gonna add so much to these matches. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they are. They They're are. gonna make All the. Of- like I think it's a good card, but I think it's gonna make this card just feel special. 
Right, is, is our boy Beno gonna be there? Is is our whole I think girl Stephanie Julie... and Beno are gonna be yeah, there. Stephanie, Ooh. Stephanie Chase, shout out to Stephanie our, Chase, our, our homies, Um, Alex McCarthy, the homeboy, Martin Bushby. Did you get a ticket, Martin Bushby? Bushby? I want to, I want to, I want the homies there, man. Shoot, and, then, and I promise you, see the British the, wrestling the, experience stand yeah. up. Next year, the the issue that I have is I have to pay twenty nine thousand dollars next year for stem cell therapy. Uh, uh-huh. In Colombia, but I will try to join y'all in England the next mm. year. My my, mm-hmm. uh, my wife met uh, met uh, Stephanie Chase and Bano and those people. Um, I, I love I love Stephanie Chase, people. also a big Sting fan. So, <laughs> yes, so she good yeah. Yeah. Stephanie Chase is 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 this shit. She knows her shit. She knows her mm-hmm. music. Uh, and yeah. puts up with a lot of crap from some of these knuckleheads online. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's as, as many of our sisters do in this space. Right, yeah. She she yeah, she's she's welcome to the cookout anytime. Definitely welcome <laughs> to my cookout, yeah. Absolutely. Bring in yeah. blood footage, whatever it is. Uh <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just being now I'm just dealing with stereotypes and tropes, people. I don't yeah. know what what Stephanie eats and <laughs> Martin Bushby. Uh but Ray. Who's going to eat in this matchup? Both Chris and I have gone for the heels. Uh, who are you going with in this matchup? Oh, well, I think we're looking at another clean, clean sweep, boys. Um, it's, like, was... it's like it's like we all showed up in the same Honda. Ray Williams, we on one accord, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was kind of leaning towards the Golden Elite, but I just think with you guys explaining your reasonings for uh, – Bullet Club Gold and for um, Takeshita to take it. I just feel like there's so much more storyline with the heels going over. Um, not to mention the fact that slowly but surely Bullet Club Gold and the guns are getting over. Yeah, um, yeah. There was a um, there was a social media uh, social media content creator, pro wrestling content creator named Heaven Rain. She was actually making the argument that although CM Punk might be the star and name of collision, like bullet club gold are becoming like the actual stars of that show and breakout stars of that don't, show. Don't, don't let Phil Brooks hear that. No, I, I, think, I, think, I think Phil probably sees the same thing. I'm going to, mm. I'm going to defend Phil in that. Respect. <laughs> um, so, I, I, I think those guys are more his steez than the, the, the elite. Uh, the yeah. Guys, yeah. So with that in mind, and also looking at all the storylines that you can kind of still got, you can have Will Ospreay interfere with Kenny Omega, <clears> throat> cost throat> him, or maybe have him run to the back, and now it's three on two with Ibushi and um had Hangman Page trying to defend each other, and so and then you got the whole. All right, is Omega really with Page, or is he with his old Golden Lovers uh guy, like? There's so many ways you can yeah. kind of turn that around. After and I do love how like they framed it. Like Kenny is in this spot, so he gonna get the two best partners mm-hmm. that he ever rolled with. Like that. That's good storytelling. And he's literally yeah. in the middle of everything. Yeah. 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 So uh, it's a sweep. We we got a sweep on this one. What's next, Ray? We like we. It's a long ass card. Like <laughs> like yeah, like. Yeah. Let's let's keep it real. This I think it's gonna be a fun show, Chris. It's gonna be a long ass show. Yeah, yeah, but it's going to be during the, for me, it's going to be start up like at nine in the morning. Yeah. And I'll be done with this shit by four. Two in the afternoon. Maybe. Yeah, something <laughs> two, maybe, you know, 
So and how long do you think the show is going? Over, I'll put the over under at three hours and forty five minutes. So we going over or under that, Ray? I'm. I, oh, go ahead, Ray. Oh, um, man, I'm thinking. I'm thinking a little over. I'm thinking yeah. over too. What what you got, Chris? I'm thinking over. I just yeah. TK can't help himself. He can't help himself, <laughs> dog. And I, I think if you're an American, what's the uh, team he owns? Um, it's either Fulham or Tottenham. Or it's gonna be some Fulham, Fulham uh, shenanigans. Fulham, yeah, it's Fulham. I think it's Fulham. Yeah, like there'll there'll be like a 15 minute segment where the football right. team just comes out for no damn reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it'll be interesting, man. I think British brofoonery. Right. Yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> I think this card has something for everybody on it. Yes. If if you like the uh, brofoons, that's what you're gonna look. If you're if you're if you're not a fan of that stuff, mm-hmm. there's other stuff on here for you to watch. You know. So what are we watching next, Ray? All right. Well, uh, quick check. Yes, Fulham, Fulham FC. Okay. Um, so now I jumped the gun earlier, but now we're getting into the stadium stampede. Man. Easy there, Cash Wheeler. I don't- <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, the best friends with Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta and the Lucha Brothers versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Mm. John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, and two unannounced partners. Mm. So we could speculate on who the partner is going to be and who's going to win the match. Yeah, I think this is going to be uh, a wild a crazy affair, lots of lots of clubbering going on, Chris, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's going to be fun again. The atmosphere is going to add <clears> a lot <throat> to this. Uh, I just want to see Eddie Kingston coming off of the G1 mm-hmm. in this scenario. I think, you know, yeah. that, that crowd is going to eat Eddie Kingston up. They're going to love it. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's a random-ass team, though, with Eddie Kingston, the best friends, and the Lucha Bros. It's just a yeah. random team, but I think it's going to be a fun match. Uh, let me go with I'm gonna go with the BCC just because this feels like they're their kind of thing, right? Like they've already won a couple of these. I want to say, uh, I, give me, yeah, give me the BCC. Uh, in terms of who's their partners, that's an interesting question. Uh, but not even knowing that, I'm gonna go with Blackpool Combat Club. Chris, who you got? The, the uh, BCC have the mystery partners, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to. It's gonna go be with Edge, and, and I think the mystery partners um, are gonna be um, uh, the the LA the AEW version of LAX. Um, Santana and Ortiz. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, 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 I think they they made up and stuff. So if that happens, um, I love, man, I think, that's a team I wish would would have gotten more. Because yeah, they were yeah. they're so good, man. Right, right. I think I think the Jericho stuff with them worked out in the beginning. But yeah, but like as it went on, it started. To they kind just kind of got forgotten. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it started it's kind of hampered him. And is Pac like, doing anything on this card? I forget. He's injured, right? Mm-hmm. Or is, oh damn! Because I think yeah, Pac could have been a good little fit in this. Yeah, well, yeah. Keep in mind that Pac turned on them when they had the um the uh, blood and guts match. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, why yeah. Uh, Claudio Castellano. You know, I'm missing up everybody's name. Claudio, yeah. <laughs> uh, he had a one-on-one match with Pac, and you're right. You're right. Storyline, yeah. In storyline, he's the one that injured Pac. So okay, okay. So who you think the mystery partner is going to be, Ray? 
I'm really digging the the, the pride and powerful um, mm-hmm. prediction. I really like that. I hmm, I'm really thinking how much time. How much time is Brian Davidson going to be out? Is he ready? Yeah. Mm. Was the break as clear or could it be patched up so that, I mean, it's like a five on five match, so they could hide him pretty well. Yeah. But, um, yeah. like, who's a free agent that's like not Edge? Who else is a free <laughs> Who's a, Who else is a free agent? I mean, EC3 there? on these streets. Oh, no. oh, okay. Control that narrative player. Yeah. Did you, I, I was watching that full on the. I think it was the five with um, Broadus Clay. Um, oh. The less said about those two. The less said about those two jabronis. Well, yeah. The <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah um, I'll go ahead again. We're gonna we're gonna go three in a row. Three Pete. I'm with you guys. BCC. BCC. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What we got next, Ray? All right. We're getting into the thick of it now. So we got. Will Ospreay versus the aforementioned leader of the locker room, Chris Jericho. <laughs> uh-huh. <sighs> Give me Osprey. Like, I'm not even going to take time to, <laughs> to deliberate this, Ray. Give me Osprey. Uh, a, because it's the right booking decision, but B, I think we're going to get some callous shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, you could get away with um, Jericho winning this because the English people do love him out there. But I think Osprey is is the guy to, to win this match. Um, and Jericho is one of those people that's, especially lately, has been hit or miss. Again, I'm one of the few people that love that thing that ha- happened with him and Callis the other day on Dynamite. But I understand other people don't like that. But I just, it just, to me, that was just showed how duplicitous that guy is. Uh, callous I, I i i liked it i i thought because it is is because that he's just a smarmy guy um jericho um i think he can make a face run with him um interesting so long as his wife is staying away from capitol building riots <laughs> and um he does he's not having trump jr on his podcast and all these other stuff flat earthers and all that mm. bullshit um, on his podcast. Um, Chris, uh, don't be a sheep. Don't listen to what the lame screen right, yeah, tells yeah. you, brother. <laughs> like, like I, that stuff is really, really um, dangerous that Jericho does. I don't think yeah. people really appreciate Platforming those kind of yeah, um, it's, it's, ideas. It's legitimizing them. It's like mm. you, you have a flat earther on your show. Um, and you and back in the day, it was like, okay, whatever. You're a flat earther. You're stupid. Um, let's Shout out to on. AJ Styles. Yeah, but but in, in today's day and age, with all this anti intellectualism going on and stuff, when you're doing that kind of crap, you are attracting people that just want to doubt everything. They want to say slavery wasn't real nowadays. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it just it's it's just a there were benefits slope. to slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you guys if you guys get a chance, watch uh, those Prager U animated shorts with where there where Frederick Douglass is on there just defending slavery and uh, <laughs> you know Christopher <sighs> Columbus and all that crap. But yeah, uh, if, if Jericho keeps brains it in, um, he's fine. 
But yeah, Osprey's got to win this, man. This mm-hmm. is his, this is his coming out party. Um, this is him on the big stage. Yeah. This, guys like him are going to be the future of AEW. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's goofy shit like um, MJF at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you could ungoofy that shit up, you could do stuff with it. But right now, I'm, I'm feeling Osprey, and I'm feeling Osprey's future in AEW. And uh, yeah, so shame that WWE didn't um, do what they could to get him, but love that AEW got him. Go ahead, and make it a sweep, Ray. <clears throat> yeah, we're we gonna keep on keep the sweet train rolling, keep the brooms coming out. Uh, I think it's gonna be Osprey as well. I do think, even though Jericho is popular everywhere, I do think Will Ospreay is going to have the home court advantage. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I think other than – I think we mentioned um, we mentioned Soraya. Other than her mm-hmm. and him, they're the only two, like, English countrymen on the card, I believe. So mm-hmm. I, I, I think especially if you want to continue to have that steam going for Osprey Omega-3 – I think you got to have him get the W. You can always work Jericho in with something later on down the road. But um, I yeah. think Osprey has to get the dub. This okay, Osprey yeah, with yeah. the dub. What's next, Ray? How, how many more matches we got on this damn show? <laughs> Just two more. Just two more. Hey, we on the home stretch. All right, what's, mm-hmm. give us our co-main event of the evening, Ray Williams. Well, we finally <laughs> got into uh, the professor's most anticipated match mm. with Samoa Joe, my favorite wrestler. Versus the Muffin Man himself, One Bill Phil, CM Punk, <laughs> for the real, the real world's mm. championship. Yes, because this is what happens when you stop being polite, Ray Williams, and you start getting real. You get a real world championship, <laughs> and our real world championship is going to stay with the reigning, defending, undefeated, undisputed, regular, because he eats all those brand muffins, man, One Bill Phil. <laughs> I think it's going to be a hell of a match. It's going to be electric. Much more fitting uh, this rivalry than the collision match, even though I thought the collision match was decent. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be the the setting for, like, the final chapter. And, and you know, it's Optimus Prime and Megatron. Let this be our final battle, Ray. <laughs> uh, but all that being said, there, I, I don't see a way where Samoa Joe walks out of this with the real world championship, it's going to be the muffin man all day. Mm-hmm. Chris. Um, I want to say this about the real world championship at first. I don't mind it. I, people are, you prefer the road I, rules world championship. It's, it's like, I, my only thing is I do think they could, if you're going to have another, just go ahead and sanction another world title and Give it a a name and a mm. unique design without mm-hmm. this, the the goofy. Do, do that at the show. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't care about that. Um, I I really wanted Samoa Joe to win their first match because I thought it would be a better story if CM Punk won this match. Right. Um, right. Now I'm not sure exactly what they want to do. I wouldn't be surprised if um, Samoa Joe won this match. I really okay. wouldn't. Okay, but um, I, I'm I just don't know who to pick in this situation because this is this, Samoa Joe is not um, a, Samoa Joe is 
not a guy that I think CM Punk is going to be trying to um, bully and throw right. his weight, right, weight around with. I think he, I think they, they respect each other from their long relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to go with Joe only okay. because okay. I think that's, um, a I think that's just a better story at the time. Not P- Punk. I don't want any static with you, my dude. Oh, you gonna get it. You gonna me, get it. Me and you, me and you are cool. You thought that Omos beef was real. This is gonna know, be real. Yeah. I'm saying this. I'm saying that Joe's gonna win because I think <laughs> Punk is. I don't think Punk is this malevolent bastard that the internet thinks he is. I think mm-hmm. Punk won't buy Joe winning. Mm-hmm. So Punk gonna make Chris sit at the kitty table. Listen, yeah, listen to the, listen to this message, fuck. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, um, I, yeah, I, I like Joe in this match. Okay, but, okay. But you, you know, it's this is just me going against the grain. So we got one for one, Bill Phil, <sighs> one for uh, Samoa Joe out on these streets. What about you, Ray? Who you got? Oh, no. oh, Chris, don't. You don't have to worry about going to collision, brother. You're on the list now. I You're know, third right? on the list. Uh, <laughs> um, Just got to sit outside the locker room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really, I'm really digging the stuff that Samoa Joe is doing. And I really think his run with the TNT Championship was cut way too short. I think yeah. he could have kept running with that real king of TV. Boy, I, I just think, and I know, I know some people are like, ROH is a good it's a good fit, but it's like it, it seemed like such a relegation to have him be the TV champion. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. I, I, although my heart wants to say Samoa Joe, my head is going. I mean, to really, say he Samoa. does feel like the face of ROH, even though he's right. not the ROH World Champion. Yeah, him yeah, and, and Athena, yeah. And um, and uh, like he's another one of those guys like Sting that deserved a way better WWE run than he got. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He did get to main event with Brock Lesnar, which was cool. I loved mm-hmm. it. Th- there was a scene with him and uh, Paul Heyman where Paul Heyman is out there talking his shit. Punk just listen or Joe just listens to him the whole time, and then he just drops the mic and he just goes up to him and he says. I'm about to choke you out. I'm about to squeeze this. <laughs> yep. It was the greatest thing. And he just chokes the dude out. He's like, I'm mad. And then it, people say, we want Lesnar. We want Lesnar. And then he just yells, and so do I. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, <laughs> that's Samoa Joe. And, and, and that's, he's getting the run that he deserves in AEW. And um, hopefully something comes of this. And again, I don't mind the the X World title. Just do, just make it a real <laughs> sanctioned belt. I don't even care if they. I, I don't care about seeing Punk and MJF feud again. If they want to do that, that's fine. Sure. But I mean, if you're gonna have two split rosters, what's what's the big i big deal about making two world championships? Someone give me a good argument against mm-hmm. doing it because it doesn't fucking matter at this point. Nope. So we got one for Punk, one for Joe. Ray, who did you pick? Golden Vampires. (laughs) You're going with the Golden Vampire. (laughs) All right. And that that brings us Ray Williams. You know, we've done enough talking, brother. (laughs) It's time for the main event. 
Thank you, world's strongest man. Yes, indeed. It is time for the main event. Um, potentially our ROH tag team champions going against one another for the AEW. The mega powers explode. <laughs> AEW World Championship. We got MJF versus Adam Cole. Cole Bebe is not his last name. I got to keep telling myself that. Yeah, well, that's what I call him. So. <laughs> Just the whole thing, like a pimp named Slick. Back, you got to see it's say all in one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his, his mama called him Adam Cole, baby. I'm gonna call him Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> <sighs> first things first. I think that's CM Punk texting Chris. Said <laughs> dog. I heard what you said. Play. Yeah. Uh, first things first. That crowd is going to go crazy for a lot of these uh, entrances. But I think Adam's Cole, Adam Cole's entrance, mm-hmm. they're going to go crazy for this one. Um, I think I'm with Chris on this one, though, Ray. And, and now that I'm thinking about it, I should feel more invested. Like, it's going to be a great match. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I should feel more invested in Adam Cole going for this than I do <sighs> right now. Um, and I think it's part of that because of the, uh, the brofoonery. That, that's been taking place. Um, I think it's going to be a hell of a match. Uh, I think it, it would be in, interesting if they do come in as tag champs uh, and they're facing off. But uh, his comments about Lufisto, which were boneheaded and short-sighted aside, I'm going to give it to uh, our boy Maxwell on these streets. Uh, Burberry gang stand up. MJF for the win. Chris, who you got, man? Um... I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm uh, again. People are interested in this. Sometimes it's not about me. You know what I'm saying? This is just one of those things that's just is doing nothing for me. I know uh, our boy, uh, our boss, one of our bosses, Pollock, is very interested in this feud, mm-hmm. um, or interested in a MJF face run. I don't. <laughs> care um just i i just is not here for it oh yeah i'm not here for it i mean i'm not necessarily against it but i i don't think this is a needle mover whatever they do i just don't okay Um, it's it's too goofy too stupid too dumb for anybody to take seriously i'm talking about casuals um with that said i i I would like for um, Adam Cole Bebe um, mm-hmm. to win it. Okay, um, that's just that's my preference. Um, I I I I could see them doing some swerve where Adam Cole is the one that turns into a bad guy. I think both of those dorks are hills in this feud. Um just because it's 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 that goofy to me. Mm-hmm. Um I like I like um Ray said, I do think the talking segments between them do add um some edge to this feud and some uh, air of seriousness to it. Mm-hmm. But even even with that stuff, it's just too you know, trampoline parks and shit. My dude, my dude. I, 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 I did that shit back in the night. That was, that was like my dis- days of going to like Discovery Zone and Celebration Station and 
all these nine. You, mean you ain't trying to go play laser tag, Chris? Yeah, laser tag and stuff like that. So we, we can take Cash Wheeler yeah, with us. You, you, like <laughs> g- g- grown ass men going to a, <laughs> a, a, a um a trampoline park, <laughs> throwing 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 dodgeballs at kids. <laughs> this is not my thing. This is this is just not for me. This is mm. for who it's for. Um, and I'm not I'm not judging any one of you if you like this. There's just <laughs> not out point. loud. Yes, this is a cultural. T- I'm not judging y'all. Period. This is a, <laughs> this is, this is a cultural disconnect. Yes. Mm. So it, it just is. But I love Adam Cole. <laughs> I, I love 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 Adam Cole. Yeah. MJF, I, I think he's decent in spurts. Adam Cole's debut, still one of the great, like the combination of Daniel Bryan, yeah. Danielson, and uh, Adam Cole showing up at the end moment. of that pay-per-view. One of the mm-hmm. greatest moments in, in this company's history. Mm-hmm. All-time great moment. All-time great. And I uh, and I definitely think Adam, and Adam Cole was the guy that got done in by WWE wanting to shave his head and turn him into a manager and that kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. I want to see an Adam Cole feud with... Um, Keith Lee or something like that. You know, I, I, I want this. I want the the Annie to be up. Do you know? Um, I want this thing to be over with tomorrow. It's not gonna be because people yeah. like it. But um, I will. I'll go along with it. Um, and this will be the week that I complain about this goofy shit. When when we do this show next month, hopefully <laughs> I will be more in tune with it. And again, please send me tweets and in, and inbox me or whatever, and just tell me where I'm wrong. I want to be tell him when he's telling lies. Yeah, I want <laughs> to be. I want my mind to be changed. I just right now, this is goofy, mm. and it's 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 beyond the levels of goofy that <laughs> that I'm I'm used to. It's, it's a bridge too far. It's yeah, it's it's a bridge way too far for me, man. And with that, it's the I, damn I, Golden I, Gate Bridge, right? And I, I give you the floor with this, Ray, because I am I am done with this shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not for me. No worries, no worries. Well, I do think for me, for me, I mm-hmm. think like the serious promos that they've been cutting and kind of like that dynamic with them as a tag team has kind of been. For me, it's been going. It's kind of been negating the brofoonery. Um, All right, that's so. that's a good thing too. I like <laughs> I like that, you know. So especially like last <laughs> week when they were going into, even though like this thing with MJF pandering to the, it's like how many times yeah, the boy's gonna cry on. wolf? It's right. like. It's like, uh, I don't know if I could fall for it this time, brother. I, no. I was like, I was with you when. You were up against Punk and you were saying how you were getting bullied and stuff. But I do like kind of the importance that both men were putting on this particular show and all in. Mm-hmm. And so um, and I kind of like this is what I was alluded to when we were talking about the first match of the car where I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be more of a slow burn. Because mm-hmm. I do think if they do end up winning the tag team championships, I do think it's going to go in the way of they're going to do a competitive match and then it's like mjf he's gonna go to his old ways of finding a way to take a shortcut he's gonna end up winning and now 
on collision, we saw how Adam Cole reacted when MJF kind of dropped the ball. Now, when the right. shoe is on the other foot, how is MJF going to react? Is he going right. to be a good sport about it? Or are we going to start seeing mm-hmm. like those little seeds starting being planted is where, oh, he got one over on me. Is yeah. he going to be, yeah, is he going to be as genuine? Is he going to be as forgiving when MJF took the loss? If he ends up taking a loss in the championship, and yeah, we've also so, got like the the Roddy Strong of it all too. <laughs> exactly, I was just about to get into the Roddy right. Strong yeah. and the Kingdom. I, I, Ray, I was going to ask you um, since you brought it up, mm-hmm. what do you think is the more likely scenario: Roddy Strong turning and joining Adam Cole, or Roddy Strong turning and joining MJF? Because I know, like, I think the last time I listened to Pollock and Way. Um, they were um, on the side, or at least Pollock was on the side that MJF needs to be a face. And I, I just don't see the baby face with MJF. I, I, hmm. I, I just don't see it. I see like fans liking him, but right. I don't, I, I don't see it like, I don't see the, it, this explosion. He ain't no Cody Devontae Rhodes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't see that. And this isn't, um, and again, because I don't, I don't think John is wrong. I respect John's um, wrestling opinion. It just MJF is not a guy I can. I, I'm like I can cheer. Can't rock with him. I, yeah, I can't like like the the, the way he's be, been presented to me. Um, I would much rather Roddy just turn and join. It would go with MJF mm-hmm. instead of going with Adam Cole. I think Adam Cole is just a more likable dude. Yes, uh, in my opinion, I don't know. Especially like his his wife's a baby face right now. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we, the big, we can't be breaking up families over this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, a lot of people are kind of on the other side where they're like. Man, we're tired of Adam Cole acting like all this goody two shoes. We need, we need the real Adam Cole back. We need the undisputed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I think, like I said, it's going to be a slow burn. I think Adam Cole, after he prediction, MJF's going to win. Okay. I think Adam Cole is going to during that night. He's going to be cool about it. But then I think next week, if they're still going to be a part of the tag team, I think. Adam Cole is going to join up with Roderick Strong in the kingdom once again. And mm-hmm. I think they're going to turn on MJF or just leave him out there by himself. And mm-hmm. I think you can, you don't have to play like the white meat baby face with MJF, but you can yeah. still play the anti-hero. You can still yeah. play like a stone cold where he's like dipping on both sides and kind of yeah. with the analogy, with the fable that you guys brought up with the scorpion and the frog is like, right. we all know MJF and the scorpion, but he's mm-hmm. such, such a, such a charismatic scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a compelling um, point uh, that you brought up. So I'm, I, if they do it that way, I don't think I'll mind it. It's just, um, just the way it's been done at the moment. It's just not, uh, moving the needle for me, but yeah, they they could go the route that you're saying, and it and it be perfectly fine. All right, so uh, that's our all in preview predictions, uh, prognostications, if you will. We do have an interesting question. Uh, okay, that's Ron saying we need to Panama Playboy back. Uh, but Ron had a question earlier. I'm looking for it in the chat where uh, he mentioned, "Are we going to get?" 
uh, House of Black versus the Acclaimed mm-hmm. on this show. Mm-hmm. And my thing, or, or do they say that for Collision? My thinking is, A, I want to see it on this show just because the Acclaimed in that atmosphere. Oh, my goodness. Like the, the British bars that the caster could bring to the table. But also... This card is uh, lacking a little bit of a uh, melanin, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where the a brothers at, it. man? I feel like I'm at Sal's Pizza, Ray trying to get a slice, and all I see is Joe DiMaggio and Frank mm-hmm. Sinatra. <laughs> the, uh, you know, on the wall. How come we ain't got the brothers, brothers at? at all? Shout out to the brothers on the wall, S- TK. Yeah, shout out to Giancarlo <laughs> Esposito. Yeah. So, do, do you guys think we'll mm-hmm. get the acclaimed in House of Black added to this uh, card, or are they going to save it for Collision? I, I don't think we're getting added to yeah. this card. I hope they, I, they it needs some kind of color on this shit. I just, yeah. I, I, like, I think- all right, let's go back. So the people of like, uh, so in terms of uh, folks that aren't uh, our Caucasian brothers and sisters, we've mm-hmm. got Sheeta, we've got mm-hmm. Takeshita, we've got mm-hmm. Coda, we've got Yuta, we've got Eddie Kingston, mm-hmm. uh, we've got. Maybe Santana and Ortiz if Chris's prediction comes true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Uh, we've got Prince Nana. And I think that might be it. Uh, we got AR Fox and Swerve. AR Fox and Swerve. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that that even then though, that's still yeah. not a lot of color on this card. Right. Mm. It's it's not um This card feels I, like yeah. an episode of the honeymooners, <laughs> man. Like it's it's a little monochromatic, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh <laughs> Is it's not catering to everybody. It's not. It's not variety for everybody. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's a good card. It's a good card. Yeah, it's a decent card. But it it could be a little bit more diverse. Is all we saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it'll be more. I don't think it's going to be on this show because again, the over is probably even with these matches, the over is going to be over three, <laughs> three hours forty five minutes. Yep. Um, I think it's. I think. It'll be a good thing to put on uh, all out because you still they're still kind of doing this storyline now that House of Black for some reason they took the boots that Billy mm. left in the ring they they stole them so now stole. it's like I guess they gotta build up a I don't know if they're gonna do it on Dynamite or on Rampage where they're building up that Billy finally mm. saying you know what I'm gonna come back for one more run and this time. We're gonna get those trios titles, so I think yeah. they're saving that for all out. And I think that the House of Black have kind of peaked with these trios titles mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, n- n- not saying that they've done anything bad or they yeah, they're, like, they're really good together. Yeah, but it's it's just time for something else with yeah. that. With that, it's it's stale. It's run its course. So uh, speaking <clears throat> of run its course, not that this episode has been stale, it has been anything but. Like this again, going to that muffin man. This is like a fresh batch. Of blueberry <laughs> muffins on these streets. Uh, so, last call for any super chats or comments from the audience. But while we do that, let's go to our guest this week, Chris. Let's go to our guy, 10 Day Ray Williams, uh, who stepped up, even though we had to put him at the kitty table at certain points of this episode this month. Uh, Ray, uh, anything you want to promote? Any final thoughts of it on anything we've talked about? Uh, the floor is yours, brother. The floor that you've been eating your dinner off of because uh, you had to learn the pecking order here at the NWA podcast. <laughs> well, like I like I said on the last 
on the last episode of uh, NWA. I'm earning my keep, guys. I I know where I belong. I know where I'm belong. I I know I I haven't gotten up to that uh, ban you from a uh, collision level yet. So I'm just I'm just <laughs> a young rookie. Uh, please don't poop in my uh, gear bag, please. Um, mm-hmm. Now we we, well, we we ain't we ain't gonna go Randall on well, you, brother. We ain't exactly. gonna do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So where you can find me, um, of course, with both of these fine brothers, these fine gentlemen on a little podcast that uh, uh, Nate is probably going to plug as well, Kings of Sport Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, also, my socials, I'm on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and now Threads okay, at uh, okay. Mondo Dondo One. I'm actually putting up uh, content. It's hard being a content creator out here, guys. So now I'm, I'm starting to try to get the the hang of putting up pro wrestling content up there. So please. And I learned that if you don't have your profile public, that you can't get those viral views that you need. So now I just learned that. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, please follow me. It is public. Um, Just don't be sending your bots or your AI uh, sex workers after me, please. Mondo Dondo one. Oh, they coming. Putin got them on lock. The Russian bots (laughs) are coming, Ray. (laughs) Speaking of somebody that fights with Russian bots on the daily, the good brother Chris Ely. Professor, uh, anything you want to promote, anybody you want to shout out, the floor is yours, brother. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I start my first day at Cal State Fullerton. It was supposed to be tomorrow. I don't know if this rain is going to allow that, maybe Wednesday. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Tony, Tony, and- Tony lied to you, Chris. Right, they they lie like a mug. It never rains in California. Yeah, we got a tropical storm, rain, an earthquake, uh, and a hurricane in one day. Mm. All this oh, shit. on that note, real quick, Chris, not to cut you off, but uh, shout out to AW for the uh, fight for the fallen. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms oh, yeah. of you know the the, the raising money. For the folks in Hawaii who are going through a crisis right now, if, if you can, uh, send them some love and financial support because uh, we all in this together. Indeed. Right. Yeah. And, th- and yeah, that was um, a cool thing that they did um, with uh, for the uh, brothers and sisters in Maui um, off off the mainland. Um, yeah, definitely g- good stuff. Um, and you could just catch me around. I'm not really like I'm working on things right now, but it's just I'm preoccupied with. Tell them about that book, Chris. Tell them about that book yeah. you got coming. I, I haven't worked on that book in two weeks, so I gotta <laughs> get on it next week, hopefully. But I got so much stuff going on at the moment, and I'm like so overwhelmed and um, trying to get everything. I'm trying to go to WrestleMania, Colombia, South America next year, and I'm trying to. Um, do a, a vacation with uh, my wife because um, I've noticed my wife hasn't complained about this, but our last three or four vacations have been wrestling related. Mm. So I do want to take her to the mm. um, to the you, to you the, setting her up for the heel turn, Chris. Oh yeah, I'm, I want to take her to the Usher re- residency, and I'm not going to be oh. like a Kiki Palmer. <laughs> you got to be careful with that, Chris. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to be like, oh, you a mom though, or you a wife though. I, I don't like. <laughs> like, like yeah, I, I don't. I don't play that bullshit, man. I don't like you know, <laughs> especially if you're with Kiki Palmer, man. You over here trying to play that you a mom car bullshit. It's another subject for another day. We might talk about that on Kings of Sport. 
but yeah, man, just uh, just follow me and uh, keep me in mind. And um, oh yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. Some final comments. Edge is not retiring. T. Anthony showing us some love, saying yeah. great show, fellas. I appreciate it, T. Anthony. And yeah, man. So just uh, yeah, we're 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 doing it on these streets, man. Trying to come up, yo. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that is the good Professor Chris Ely. You can check that man out <laughs> on these uh. Elon Musk fueled Twitter streets at yeah, K Easy Does It. Yes, These X the, streets. Yeah. Don't give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let me go. Let me go full screen, man. I ain't been full screen all episode. <clears throat> Bam. All right. So where you can find me, of course, is on these X streets uh, at in the number eight M O Z A I K at Nate Mosaic on Twitter. I'm also at Black Nate, B L A Q U E underscore in the number eight over on threads because that's a place where people post things uh occasionally i'm not really that active on threads um but uh shout out to everybody here at post wrestling of course the proprietors of post wrestling john pollock and Wei ting for giving us the platform man and being gracious with it uh and 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 apologies in advance to way for whatever editing he might have to do on this particular episode of the nwa podcast uh, also shout out to kate from montreal and the boy john Cena. Or with collision course, uh, and as well, uh, like the 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 what would you call it, Chris? The the Herculean work uh, that folks like uh, W H Park and Karen Peterson been putting in on the G one coverage here, yeah, post yeah. along with John Pollock. So we got so much going on here, post man. Russellnomics in the building, man. Mm-hmm. We got we got the BDE, uh, you know, Poison Rana, riding shotgun. There's so much here at Post Wrestling, and, and if you want. To keep this thing going, man. One way to do that is to support Post by signing up for the cafe, man, and showing your love uh, to to a great thing that John and Way have cultivated here. And also, while you're showing love to Post Wrestling, you can show love to the Kings of Sport. Kings of Sport podcast is something that's been going on since 2013. Myself and Marcus Vandenberg laid the foundation. Now me, Chris, and this man, 10-Day Ray, out here on this rollover 10-day contract, keeping the thing going. Mm-hmm. Uh but in order to help facilitate that, you know, I told you off the top, my work schedule is crazy. Chris's work schedule is crazy. We 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 both feel like Jimmy Butler in that bubble finals, man. Yeah. <laughs> we tied on these streets, Ray Williams. And so what we're trying to do for the rest of this year is bring in people like Ray, people like our good brother, the nephew, Andrew Thompson, people like Chinyeri Okafor, who you've heard on this program, and some other folks that we really love what they can contribute to the space and, and, and the content that they, they can produce and the, the thoughts and opinions they can put on these microphones. We want to do more of that. And if you want to help us do more of that, check out the Patreon, patreon.com backslash Kings of Sport. Five bucks gets you in the door. Five bucks. You ain't even got to sign up for the Prince Nana embassy plan to get that five bucks to get you in the door. <laughs> uh, but if you want to pay more, we won't stop you because anything that you do uh, contribute to us in that, in that fashion does go into making it so that we can put out more shows, put out more uh, conversations, because that's all this really is, Ray. These are conversations that we have around sports, around wrestling, around politics, around pop culture, and and we just give you our opinion and the opinion of folks that might look like us and might have had similar life experiences. So if you want to keep supporting that, we would appreciate it. Patreon.com backslash Kings of Sport is where you can do that. In addition to the Kings of Sport, you can find me all over the place on these podcast streets. I, I recently did a show with Jennifer Smith, who was a friend of this program, uh, who 
had a show called You Heard About Pluto, which basically her reviewing shows on Pluto TV. I did the original episode, the debut episode of that show. I came back for another one in the middle of that run. And then finally this past week, she ended her three-year run on that show. And me and Jennifer Smith turned on Pluto TV and watched the episode of David McClain's Wow, Women of Wrestling, The Next Generation. Uh, we had a lot of fun with that, so I'm sure y'all could check that out. Dig that. Uh, let's see. What else we got? We got Kings of Sport. We got Post Wrestling. We got Place to Be Nation. We got The Lituation Room over on uh, the Multiverse of Color talking about uh, superhero stuff. I'm sure we'll talk about Blue Beetle here in the future because uh, uh, yeah. contrary to what Jermaine in Chicago would have you believe, I'm not a DC hater. I want DC to do good because when they do good, that makes Marvel do better because you got competition mm-hmm. in the game. Um, but for everything else, just follow me on Twitter, man, at in the number eight, M O Z A I K. And that is going to uh, bring an end to this show and bring an end to my work week because I finally got a day off tomorrow, Chris. They finally, yeah. I was sitting there, I was sitting there like, like, like your boy in the boat in Amistad. Give us free all week, man. You know, it's bad at the job when you just start singing Negro spirituals. Right. I, yeah. Chris. I guess 12 yeah. o'clock on a Tuesday, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like swing low, right? Sweet yeah. chariot, yeah. It would have to carry me home. Feel <laughs> <laughs> you, man. And what a day! What a Twitter has like Nate Mosaic. How could you be a DC hater? I just, right, I right. Know. That's and that's the thing. Like Greenland <laughs> and John Stewart, my favorite comic character of all time. Yeah. Black Lightning, DC. Like, there's so many great characters in DC. The movies have just been mid. Mm. That's yeah, all they, I'm they, saying, Jermaine. Mm-hmm. Tell me yeah. what I'm telling lies, Jermaine. <laughs> Go eat a muffin, Jermaine. I don't know why I'm being so aggressive toward that brother tonight. It's because <laughs> I ain't had a lot of sleep. But again, we want to thank everybody for tuning in this week, man. We appreciate all the comments and the super chats. We'll do it again next month for the September edition of the NWA podcast, where we will be joined once again by a good brother, the youngest in charge, the nephew, Andrew Thompson. So again, thank you to John Pollock and Wei Ting. And I thank you for watching, whether you watch live with us on Sunday night or you're listening to this or watching this in the future. We do appreciate it. So for the professor, Chris Ely, for I got the rookie Ray Williams, 10 day Ray. Go sit at the kitty table. (laughs) I am the Godfather, Nate Milton. And remember, the revolution may not be televised, but it damn sure will be podcasted. See y'all in September. Yo. It's Righteous Reg. It's a case for the safe, keep a space for the Nubians. Unfiltered, off kilter, the professor, the godfather, host wrestling the NWA, not oh, keep guessing, huh? The views and expressions, you know the rest, it's pop excellence, get the message. Advocates for Nubian wrestling, you're listening to the best again. Black wrestling in the ring, we invested in. Nubian kings and queens, we invested in. It's for the culture and we reppin' it. It's for the culture and we reppin' it.